Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. MyPillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. MyPillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of MyPillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Where are our lines right They're wherever, they're wherever you're willing to draw a line and say, you cannot come across this line or I'll kill you. That's where your rights are. And if you don't understand that, folks, then it's beyond my capability to explain it to you. They will get away with whatever you let them get away with. And until you draw the line and you're willing to die for what you believe in, they will keep taking and taking and taking and taking until there is no more to take. just blinked and it was last Friday. And so here we have a situation where last time I came to work, I blinked and said, we just blinked and it was last Friday. Now we're like three Fridays into it. Huh? Super low. Super, super low. Ash, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Ashley. Angie with the Pete Santilli show hammer, hammering down. Here we go. Here we go. There we go. We got it now? Is that good now? Let me know. Huh? It should be good. Where's that chimp button? It's hidden. We got the chimp button hidden. We're all chimpified over here, running this place like we're a bunch of monkeys. Huh? Stall. Oh, yeah. Hold on a second. We got to get that squared away. You know, listen, it's a Friday. We're falling apart, aren't we? No. What do you mean, no? Because we're not. Uh, let me get rid of Benelope's. Um, there we go. go. Go ahead. Hit that chimp button. <laughs> there it is. There it is. We are all squared away now, Deb Jordan. All right. All right, I'm ready to put you, um, put you on the screen. I think. Uh -huh. Oh no, I'm gonna crash. Just kidding. Oh my gosh. No, can you imagine? 
Mm -hmm. Hi, happy Friday, everyone, and happy St. Patrick's Day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the happy St. Patrick's Day. The patron saint of everyone drunk, <laughs> right? Very. Is that what they call it? Uh, I don't know. I just know that uh, we grew up celebrating St. Patrick's Day. I am. Um, I, I got a lot of Irish lineage in my family. I got, uh, so there you go. I grew up laughing at all the drunk Irish people. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? The drunk Irish people didn't care. They didn't. They were happy-go-lucky. Yes. You know, we were reminiscing again. Huh? What mm -hmm. is that? Oh, keep talking, please. Yeah. So, huh? I, I did, I did want to make sure that we said that. None of us is wearing green. Pete's kind of wearing a little greenish, grayish, brownish over there. Usually, this would be the first year I haven't worn green. Usually, I make an effort to do that, but I got to tell you something. I forgot. Keep talking. Um, I have to tell you that uh, I almost forgot that it was St. Patrick's Day. Someone had to, re well, I did forget. Uh, someone had to remind me that, you know, by telling me Happy St. Patrick's Day. And I was like, oh, my goodness, because it was something, you know, very Irish. It's a very Irish thing, right? And the day kind of ended up uh, introducing leprechauns and all of that stuff into into our uh, into our vocabulary, right? It did all of the myths and all of that. But Saint Patrick, uh, he he killed a thousand Jews of uh, Jews, Druids. I didn't mean to say Jews. He did not kill Jews. Don't get excited. He killed a thousand Druids, right? And uh, he was quite the controversial figure. He wasn't exact. He was not a Catholic, but uh, he was. He was assigned to sainthood because of all of his good deeds that he did for the Catholic Church. Right, so there you go. The history of St. Patrick. There you go. The history and people of celebrate Patrick. and people celebrated him with a little drink, Pete. Stupid. Yeah, just Irish a little. People are drunk once a year. Let me tell you, uh, Irish people mm. Irish people uh, were yeah. they were fighters. First of all, yeah. yes. They fought England long before we had to fight them in America. That's for sure. And they um, they're still fighting for their to keep their in, to keep their independence. But there you go. um it's a group it's a group of the very uh they're uh they're a violent bunch, they can be. And uh they're all about that, right? Revolution. Do you not remember all the revolutions over there? Mm. The Irish. Fight the fighting Irish. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Always guess, have been. Guess what? Our, our we're going to get to our uh, top news headline. Uh, a special forces operator uh, has proof that January 6th was a military coup run by the FBI. One of I've been saying, you're going to hear his voice calling from the Gulag. He's a former uh, contractor, special forces guy. He knows who was on the ground. He knows their movements, how they identify. They did this stuff and practiced it, you know, worldwide. Um, he, he, was, he was exposing it so much so that the FBI came to his cell and took his stuff. Imagine that. Of course. 
Of course they did. We're going to get to that. Before I do, speaking of FBI, I've asked Nathan to um, to pull something up. We'll come back to our top news headline here momentarily. I'm sharing a story um, with Nathan, you know, mm-hmm. and Ashley. Ashley wasn't there, so she pretends like she knew what was going on, but she wasn't there. And <laughs> She sorry. was following along enough. She was, but she wasn't yeah. freezing her ass off. Nope. Like it we were. Cold. Uh-huh. If if it's going to be part of the video I'm seeing over here on the screen, uh, that was actually a warmer day. What's it was uh, up in the it was what do you somewhere see on in the thirties right that now? day. Uh, you standing there in front of the mouth here. How uh, do you see that? It's on the screen right here, the big one in front of me. It uh, is right over there. Yeah. Ah. Huh. It'll stay there the rest of the show. It will. Mm-hmm, probably. You can't see yourself on the screen. On the on on my monitor, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not over there. You're taking a look at the NDI feed. Wow, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Okay, here it is, ladies and gentlemen. I look younger here, kind of, don't I? Uh, yeah, yeah. You were uh, your goatee had just started getting a little gray in it. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. It's, Cooper and I, we got bad hips now. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Coop. Right? He's having a hard time. I'm just kidding. Poor I, don't have, I don't have bad hips. Huh? Yeah. But I just pretend like I do. I tell Cooper my hips hurt, too. Don't worry yeah. about it, dude. Suck Poor it up, little, buttercup. Poor little guy. Poor guy. It's my best friend. Yeah. All right. Watch this. This is a video that's still out on the internet. Pete Santilli calls in his friends. Let me set the, set the, um, the stage here. Um, well, you need to set it straight to you didn't call in anybody. Louis, the prepper and FBI provocateur, shows mm-hmm. up there, punches the guy at the gate, standing guard at the gate. At the Mountain National fight. Wildlife Refuge. And the guy yeah. that he punched was, indeed, mm. an FBI informant, and he called himself Wolf. My, my, what's my mic doing? Super distorted. Wow. Really? It is? Your sound probably just kicked in, and now it's on overdrive. Ah. Ah. Right? Is it on overdrive? Mm. So sorry. Huh? What was that? Turn it up, because it's low. He turns All it right. up, and it's going to be. <laughs> now he's going to overdrive. Turn it down. Turn it up. Yeah, turn it up. Speak. Turn it down. Turn it up. Quick. Turn it down. I, know, I think I mine's okay, Pete. Huh? I think mine's okay. Yours is fine. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I'll fix that in a second here. I'm going to put this video on. Here we go. So we're at the National uh, the Wildlife. Yeah, so the, the, the Sheriff's Department wouldn't come up. There's no law and order. It was absolute anarchy. So I said, no problem. We don't need you. We'll do our own policing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so we set a press conference, and I Brought a whole bunch of my friends up there. Mm-hmm. Here they come. Uh, the name's Pete Santilli. S-A-N-T-I-L-L-I. Uh-oh. I-L-L-I. 
I'm a, I'm, I'm a good close friend of, um, of the Bundy family. As you may or may not know, recently we had a physical altercation here at the camp, and we've been concerned about security here because we contacted the Sheriff's Department. Unfortunately, the Sheriff's Department did not respond for whatever reason, either they were given a directive not to, either out of fear, but we've uh, essentially established that we the people, if the system breaks down and the Sheriff's Department cannot provide security for the people, for the benefit of the people, I personally made contact with a group of individuals that shall make a neutral position here to provide security for the demonstrators themselves, uh, for the Sheriff's Department themselves as well, and the members of the public right now that are running around in fear and intimidation. What you see here, ladies and gentlemen, is a response to that request that I put out uh, for that security. Uh, Brandon Curtis will be coming here to address the microphones and tell you what we have here is that essentially we the people are coming together to provide security for the demonstrators, for the Sheriff's Department that, that has failed and refused to respond to physical altercations, as well as, of, of course, the, uh, uh, the members of the public here in the local community. everybody just about, about everybody you see that. 
everybody you see were FBI informants. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's oh, hilarious. Man. You know what? Uh, I ain't even about going back to that. Oh, yeah, geez. That's right. We know who some of them were. Yeah, when you start finding out, uh, when we started finding out during the trial, mm. I was like, oh, my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. It was, it was shocking. Uh, how's, uh, how's my audio doing, by the way? Am I doing much better? Sounds super crystal clean, I bet. Huh? Much yes. Better. It is much better. I apologize. We're just a bunch of chimps. So we've been reminiscing the last few days. What? Yeah. About all that. We are. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the theme. Ladies and gentlemen, the government's not going to come and protect you. Okay? Trust me. They're not. Mm -hmm. They're not. You got to nope. take care of yourselves. They... We called the sheriff's department to come out, and the sheriff says, we're not going out there. Oh, that's okay. We don't need you anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, we'll self-police. Yeah. Just bring a whole bunch of your friends with guns. There yeah. you go. And then there was one lady, these are public lands. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. Remember, like, we have a right, remember but, we, but we center, don't. Remember the protesters from the Center for Biodiversity. Oh, yeah. They were standing there with a sign. They, looked, they, they were FBI people, but... A lot of them. Yeah, yeah, they were. But uh, they're standing there with signs on the side of the road. And I, I pulled up, remember I pulled up and I said, what do you do, signs? This is an, <laughs> you know? Bring a sign to a gunfight, you said. Well, I said, I said, that's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. Yes. Because they said, because I was, I'm like, what's up with the signs? Mm -hmm. Gotta get the message out. And I said, that's like bringing a, 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 a knife to a gunfight. Oh, they went to the FBI. Well, supposedly. I think no, they, they did. They were FBI. And guess <laughs> they what? They didn't have to go. They tried to charge Pete with... with uh, Threatening. The yeah. center for bio, a, UN, a UN Center for Biodiversity. I got threatened for uh, creating an international incident. It was ridiculous. Isn't it crazy? It didn't stick, though. So you're tuned into the Pete Santelli show. Uh, you think I would have learned my lesson. Yeah, you would think. Right? <laughs> I mean. Or, huh? I mean, really. Have I changed? Tell me the truth. No. No, you haven't. Haven't changed. No. Haven't done a thing. I mean, you're, and, and that you're still just as passionate. We just don't fall into groups uh, anymore. Like, we, you know, we're not susceptible as much, as much to that as we were then. Right. We learned a lot about getting involved in in different groups and clubs and and uh, stuff like that. And because it was a hard I'll, lesson I'll for us. To, I'll say this to Nathan because he's not. OK. Mm -hmm. I actually pulled Nathan in. Mm -hmm. um, so Nathan is is not that type of person. But can you imagine I'm using Nathan or not? Not, uh, not Angie. Nathan, Primo. Nathan. But can you imagine mm -hmm. uh, that... Uh, People that are close to us. Nathan, could you imagine like somebody like you, right? Was literally an FBI infiltrator saboteur. That's what... No, but no, no. I'm talking about like the other, the other people that and were then, with us. Right. And so, and then Pete like, gets... We a have a close working relationship with like, like imagine Primo was... Working for the FBI. And, and check it out. And then Pete gets arrested. And then and then we find out 
in the discovery that you that you know we had people close to us working with the FBI. It's shocking. The FBI. It's shocking. You're What's just this? like no way. <laughs> you gotta be kidding. Because I wondered forever. I kept thinking. I, I really I had to rack my brain. I was thinking who was close to me that was recording me and doing all these things. And the last person I thought of was somebody who was related to me. But I just couldn't believe And when I found out, I was like, oh, my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. It was just insanity. They, they have such a network and, and such a way of getting people to... Oh, yeah, they have such a way. They, uh, they pick it's the right wild. person. They go to your estranged family member that's uh, addicted to heroin and, you know, and hands them an envelope of cash. Well, you you don't even right? think, you don't even think that, or back then I didn't, now I do. Now I'm, now I'm just like, you know, I don't even, <laughs> I'm not kidding. When, it, when I found out who it was, I was like, I couldn't even talk to my family. I mean, I was like, oh, my gosh, until the, everything was over, right? Because I was like, you know, if I talk to anybody, they're they're going to go after that person, right? It is such a – it's a hard thing to go through uh, to have the government just come after you with everything they have. It is really a tough thing to do. So Crazy. you just kind of learn not to talk to anybody and still – you get infiltrated. You still get infiltrated, and it's just wild. It's the wildest. Um, I never want to go through that again. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. It was. I can laugh about it now, but many tears were shed of the of the betrayal, and you know, it, it was really unbelievable. Not just from my family, but people who were friendly and cozy and. And came to me and said, you, you need anything, um, you know, I'm here to help you. And then you find out that they're on, you know, they were a CHS the whole time. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> and it makes you, and it really makes you question, you know, it everybody. Wanna, it makes you it paranoid. Makes, it makes you want to go kill them. I was like, you know what, this is what the Black, <laughs> but it's what the Black Panthers went through, huh? right? The Black Panthers went through it, uh -huh. Weather Underground, anybody who's a group. Right. Um, and then we learned very quickly that all of these groups have been so heavily infiltrated. It's just unbelievable how infiltrated. So we so we made a promise to one another uh, when it was all said and done that we were not going to get affiliated with or hang around with um, anybody that that is a group because you just don't know who you're talking to. You, you just have no clue who you're talking to. So, you know. And the whole while, Pete Santilli's an FBI informant. It doesn't matter that he was on no list for the government. <laughs> he was on none of those lists or did anything or even talked to him. But, boy, people still grab that and say it like it's, like it's true when it's been proven over and over again to be one of the biggest falsehoods that was ever told. Right? Kind of funny. I mean, yeah. And most of the people who called you that were FBI informants. They were the ones uh, – they were the ones – who were uh, who were perpetrating and propagating that story out on the internet? It was wild. I mean, to hear that you had a thousand, one thousand covert oper FBI operators on all of your threads <laughs> is just Nathan. Is that hilarious? It's dumbfounding. I mean, really, 
Yeah, well, so really? we've been um, so we've been reminiscing because of what's happening with the Proud Boys trial. It is so close to what happened to us, right? I can only imagine that a lot of these guys that are these guys that are sitting in jail right now are saying, "What the f?" Seriously, because guy the guy was who was FBI a, informant, the yeah. guy who was around them for three years was was an informant, and and mm. not that I mean. And not any guy in particular. Like they had, they were heavily infiltrated. The Proud Boys were, and so I think they're saying like right now there was three just in that small group that they, you know, that they can name. The other ones, I think there was like nine or ten altogether, and and uh, those names have still not been released yet. But it will destroy a movement in two seconds. You know, the Proud Boys will never be the same again, right? They just never will be. And the three percenters, I mean, they've got their own issues with infiltration. We found out there were a few in that group that were FBI informants, too. So, I don't know, man. You just start thinking, my goodness, these people, right? And, and I felt betrayed because we weren't part of any of these groups. You know, uh, we were not um, we were not a, a three percenter or a, an oath keeper or any of that. But just, I advocated for them, though. Yeah, because and because we advocated for them, uh, people that we advocated for because we were for we were worried that they were going to die and get killed turned out what? to be people who were what was the working worst? on an indictment against us. I want to ask you <laughs> what wild. was the worst word, two letter word. Mm -hmm. What were the what was the worst word that I used throughout that whole thing? Um. The worst word? I don't know. Sodomite, maybe. You call it Karen Sodomite. Two-word word. word. <laughs> uh, I mean, two-letter word. Oh, I don't know. We. Oh, yes. There's no doubt about it. I said we? He kept saying we, we, we. Yeah. Got him in a lot of trouble. With, they charged me with conspiracy because I said we. Because he kept saying we. Like in the context of we, the people. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Yeah. It was tough going, man. So Can you imagine? Watching the Proud Boys trial kind of brings all that stuff back up to the surface again, doesn't it? Uh, mm -hmm. With now here National Wildlife Refuge, and then we move on to the Bundy trials, and it was the same thing. The, the actual FBI agents went to a secondhand store in Mesquite, uh, which is like right up the road from Bunkerville. They went to a secondhand store and bought, uh, they bought old clothes and cowboy old cowboy stuff, right? And wore it out there, and they actually helped Clive and Bundy put up uh, his big uh, what, twelve foot banner? Oh, how 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 tall was that thing? Sixteen foot. It was huge, and they had to set these poles and everything. The FBI, they were literal agents. <laughs> they were helping set up the rally. They were set, helping set up the rally, and and the signs and. Organizing people, they were on the ground doing all that. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yep. All right. Oh. Scratch that. Mm. That file. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, I don't even know where that file's gone. Shoot. That's interesting, huh? I guess you would have to have something like that happen to you, Pete, mm. before you could fully understand the weight of it, That how how heavy it is to carry that around and and never be able to trust again like 
you know, I've asked you a hundred times about people, right? I'm like, are you sure about that person? I mean, they're acting awful squirrely or I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, like, like Alex Jones. <laughs> no, no I didn't ask that about Alex Jones. He's got enough of How many years things. were we told that Alex Jones was dirty? Oh right? yeah, forever. And it was ten and it years. Was, I lost. Uh, and it was people who friends a long time ago. And it were and it was special operatives who were telling yeah. me that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was wild. Sabotage. We found all that out too. We found out who. Um, who wrote the whole FBI, came up with Pete's and FBI informant scheme with Susan, uh, what was her name? And Benny Eastwood. And, Suzanne Puzzle. Yeah, and how they how they all met on 4chan and they, they all worked it out. We have pictures of the people who actually did it. And uh, it, it's wild, but there's really not too much we can do for it. Now, we've been told that we can sue both Suzanne Puzzle and Benny Eastwood, even though he lives in New Zealand. We've been told that, but it would cost us a fortune to do it. But yeah, and we can't release anything because why? Because uh, anything that that came up in, during the trial and the investigations and stuff, because all that stuff is still sealed, right? So we're just like ah. But they were they were working on 4chan, and the people that they were working with on 4chan, whether they knew it or not, were FBI. You know, some of them were FBI. One of those thousand covert uh, folks, right? And so, but we have pictures of of them. Remember, we had we got lucky because we had somebody on the inside uh, with the whole FBI thing. The, the, when they executed their plan for Pete becoming an FBI informant on the internet, um, we have pictured. We had somebody on the inside. We got lucky who was taking uh, screenshots of the folks who were doing it and screenshots of what they were saying. And, uh, yeah, we had somebody, we had a few people in 4chan 24-7 uh, for about a week. And we have tons and tons of, uh, of evidence against Vinnie Eastwood and Suzanne Posel. Well, not too much Suzanne Posel because she just had Vinnie do it, you know, execute it and get it done. But... We're gonna come That's up where the FBI story came from. Yeah. We've been we've up. been hurt a lot by people. People we were close to, people we thought we could trust turned out to be okay. Uh, pretty this has snaky. everything to do uh, with what our our gosh, our top news headline here when we come back from the break. Everything around. The FBI is a fake, a fraud, a lie. They ran a military coup on January 6th. And we have a fancy week. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back, the my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. 
The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. One of the most important challenges our country is facing is healthcare. Hi, this is Pete Santilli, and I want to introduce you to Global Tech, and that's with a K-M-D. This is a 100% conservative, patriot-run telemedicine company dedicated to health freedom for all Americans. But don't take my word for it. Just take a look at their board of directors. Deb and I joined Global Tech MD, and I tell you, we couldn't be happier. We got the first month for only $9.95, and you will too by using promo code Pete or by calling 844-GLOBE-MD. That's 844-456-2363. Or go to GlobalTechMD.com. Global Tech MD gives you so much medical guidance without ever leaving the comfort of your home. You get access to U.S. board-certified doctors in your area 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, with no consultation fees, no co-pays, and no walk-in clinics. And the best part is, it covers your entire family. Global Tech MD also gets you up to 85% savings on prescription drugs at participating pharmacies. And did you know, 73% of all doctor visits can be avoided with a simple telemedicine phone call. Stop paying hundreds or even thousands of dollars a month on expensive health care. Global Tech MD is redefining what it means to make house calls. Call them from the comfort of your home, and one of their network doctors will call you back within minutes. Don't wait. Call 844-GLOBE-MD or globaltechmd.com today. That's globaltechmd.com. Introducing the Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream, products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QDUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. You control the content you see. You have easy access to products and services you want, all at the press of a button. QUX brings people together, enhances fellowship, community, and networking capabilities, while protecting privacy like never before. Don't wait. Go to QUX.TV right now and order your QUX TV box today using promo code PETE. Be part of a new digital frontier. I've utilized the thing that John Hewlett has developed, this Cardio Miracle. And uh, just so you, as a quick aside, uh, in the gym where I go every day, uh, the 30-somethings, and I'm in my mid-50s, just, they, they just can't keep up. <laughs> I did start probably in about January taking the Cardio Miracle. The most interesting and telling thing after being on this for a few months is really noticing a difference in the energy level that I've had and the severity of my heart problems. It's funny, you start to begin to have this sense that there's actual healing taking place inside the body.
Well, I'm one of the generation born in 1947. So on the front end of the baby boom, all I can say is if you want prolonged life, better health, more energy, better sleep, uh, this is a great product. Watch the Pete Santilli Show live Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Eastern. Visit PeteLive.tv or FrankSpeech.com. There you go. I'll fix it. I have to fix it live on the on the fly. But audio should be perfect right now. Is it perfect? Find out from the complainers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The complainers. What's that? I said the complainers. That's okay. All right. All right. So here we go on this uh, on this Friday. What's the date today? I don't have a calendar in front of me. Is it the 13th? Is today Friday the 13th? Oh, I don't, I don't <laughs> recognize St. I don't recognize St. Patty's Day. Sorry, I'm mm -hmm. Italian. Yeah. That's right. It is uh, March 17th. It's a 6 p.m. show, right? Uh, our top news headline is as follows. Um... There is a special forces operator who has proof he's a defendant. J6 was a military coup run by uh, the FBI. Now, I'm going to play as, actually, I, I, I'm hoping that we'll be able to elevate the audio. If it's low, sorry, it's not me. But I want to raise the audio level up, listen to what he has to say. In the beginning, it's low. It gets a little bit better as they go. But this is important audio, folks. And thanks to Jim Hoff, Jim Hoff from uh, Gateway Pundit for providing this report. Here we go. Play some of this. 
It's Jeffrey McKellops. Hey, glad you called, right? Right, 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 right. I'm, I'm, I'm taping, taping now. now. I just, I just want It's want Jeffrey McKellops. Hey, glad you called, right? I'm, I'm taping now. I just wanted you to know I got this on. Go ahead. that they were beating that woman and is there a video of it and is there uh has anybody written about that i've written about it constantly and i've watched personally hundreds and hundreds of hours of body cam footage and the names i'm about to tell you right now and the the accounts that have taken place are true and i've watched it many times with my own eyes okay okay and was this published anywhere jeffrey 
uh, I have not seen anybody come out with. I, I don't know. My news in here is limited. Sure. Uh, we just get we get hearsay. We get uh, secondhand knowledge from the people outside that are rallying for us. Uh, and Tim, uh, a man named Tim Rivers and Lydia Sorrow, who have been supporting me in here, because I have no money, dude. I begged and pleaded with the FBI. Jeffrey Johannes, undercover agent with the FBI, Mr. Jeffrey Johannes, I begged and pleaded with him, please let me out just for a couple of weeks so I can secure my things. I have lost my house, my bank accounts, my IRA, my mutual fund. I lost my badass bicycle, my car, all my clothes, all my military memorabilia. Oh God, I'm so sorry um, to hear that. Horrible. I have nothing, dude. I have, literally, I have nothing. There is nothing left because they crashed my house when I wasn't there, when nobody was there. I spotted them, you know, because I know what to look for, you know, because I, I used to post up on homes too for the government, uh, overseas, of course. And, uh, uh, you know, and these guys have horrible tradecraft. So I realized I was being followed and stuff. And I even engaged one of the individuals, just asked him what he was doing. And anyway, he moved on. So with that being said, uh, they came for me, man, and I begged and pleaded with the courts, please give me bond. Uh, nope, we'll have none of that. Judge Nichols, it doesn't matter what anybody says. He's not going anywhere as he was speaking with the prosecution, and they're all bobbing their little heads up and down in agreeance like good little disciples. And here I sit, man, and I even told Tianaga, my last attorney, uh, the guy had never even looked at any of the videos, never... In never did anything, man. He, he was just going to go for some uh, dynamic plea deal, man. I'm like, dude, are, are we going to look at the evidence? Are we going to look at the videos? Oh, we'll get to that. Don't worry. I know what I'm doing. Next thing I know it, I'm getting an 8 to 10 year plea deal, a 10 to 12 year plea deal, a 12 to 15 year plea deal. Oh my God. Like, yeah, man. I'm like, dude, did I kill somebody that day? I mean, did I rob a bank and shoot the hostage? I'm like, how many people did I whack, man? I'm like, I've never been arrested before. How could you give, that's a death sentence, man. I'll be almost 80 years old by the time I get out of this, you know? And yeah. I, you know, so. Oh, how horrible. That, that's yeah. just, that's just awful. So, uh, you, what would you like me to talk about? You know, um, I, I heard that, uh, you know, obviously, um, from, from, uh, some rumblings, uh, from, from people I know that you have done a lot of research, that you're very bright, that you understand what happened there more than anyone. I don't know, uh, I, I could, you know, I'm going to record this and put this up. Uh, it'd be great, uh, eventually if we could get some, some footage, actually, I, I understand that's going to be very difficult. Or just, uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll put the transcript up, but it'd be great to just hear you explain what you what you found. And it sounds yeah, like yeah. you're saying that there was a lot of um, there, there was a lot of federal operatives, do you believe, that were there that oh, day? I know for a fact. I know for a fact that there were that there were undercover agents, man. I saw them. I spotted it. And when you find one then you know what to look for, and then you find them all. Undercover agents, they all wear the same thing, they all move the same way, they all get together the same way. 
Why do I know these? Because I used to do the same thing. Spaghetti cord, two-way comm systems in the ear. I was like, holy shit, is that what that guy's got on his ear? No way. That guy's an agent. Okay, I'm not going to give you the video cam number because uh, the government will probably remove it. But I'm going to tell you straight out, when I watched this one on the Western Terrace, this one door, actually it was on the East Terrace, uh, you, it shows Capitol Police come up, man, and they've got a yellow bag. Always remember, follow the yellow bag, follow the yellow bag, and watch for the man in blue, all right? And he comes up, uh, the Capitol Police come up, and uh, they drop the bag on the ground, and two sets of double-sided flex cuffs fall to the ground. They stand around, they bullshit. The guy reaches down and I'm watching him. He looks directly at the flex cuffs, grabs the bag because the bag was open and picks it up. And then they all walk inside, leaving the flex cuffs on the ground. People walk back and forth. I'm going to cut out the bullshit, okay? And so uh, they, uh, 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 people walking around, they're doing this, they're doing that. They, nobody touches the equipment on the ground. And all of a sudden, this guy walks up. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, mil, mil spec haircut, aviator sunglasses, nondescript blue top, 5'11 style pants, uh, Merrill or uh, North Face shoes, hiking boot, hiking shoe, hiking boot. Uh, reaches down, grabs a set of the cuffs, puts them on the door, tries them out, throws it on the ground, grabs the other side, and then zip strips both the door handles closed and walks away. Moments later, this is good, moments later, Probably about a few minutes later, the doors start being beat open, beat open, beat open. And then the flex cuffs break. Everybody comes spilling out, Capitol Police and MPD and civilians alike. Somebody is inside with a fire extinguisher spraying people down, all right? And it calms down. It goes on. It goes on. goes on. goes on. And everybody calms down, and they go back inside. The doors close. They come back out with the Capitol Police again later on. And, and they're, they still have the bag in their hand. They set the bag down. They mill around. They grab the bag and they go out. I'm like, what the hell is up with this bag? And then lo and behold, here it comes later on. Here comes this geek, and I'm going to get to this, some geeked out woman and a geeked out black man in Trump apparel. And they look stupid as sin. Hat, scarf, face, pants, all this stuff. And she's carrying the, the green bag and the yellow bag. And this guy's got a black rollaway pelican case. And they stand there with this stuff and they set it down on the ground and they walk away. I'm like, holy shit, what is this? Next thing you know, a curiosity killed the cat. Satisfaction brought him back. The, uh, the people come up, they open up the bag, they start pulling out the flex cuts. They pull out a clipboard. They open up the black pelican case and they pull out MPD body armor, MPD helmets and batons, uh, a bullhorn, and they're trying the stuff. How do I know it's MPD? Because it says police on the body armor and it says police on the helmets. And they're, and they're pulling all this stuff out and they're wandering around. Wow. And everybody's all like, yeah, they're all excited and they take off. I'm like, this, this is unbelievable. This is staged. This is completely staged. Who loses control of all these items, man? In a riot? Are you kidding me? And next thing you know, and here come MPD. One guy's got a bullhorn. One guy's got a baton. They walk up, they put the equipment in the black box, shut the black box, and then walk away. And this was gonna, this, this rose by suspicion that there, there uh, are uh, actors and players in the crowds. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching this video and all of a sudden the camera angle moves. The camera moves to the left. 
and then it comes back to the right. And I'm like, holy shit, whoever is in the control room is monitoring the actors and they are giving him the cues, they're giving him directions, they're giving him the high sign to do whatever damage they need to do. This is, there, there's, there's so much, man. And I'm like, holy crap, this is unbelievable. So that's just one camera angle. And, uh, wow. And, 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 yeah, yesterday on uh, 105.9, they had a whistleblower from Antifa come on, Vince Colin A, and they were talking about this guy who wanted to come forward and this and that and the other thing. And I've been saying this for a year and a half now, that Antifa were there. Antifa and BLM were there. But they they changed their, their chameleons, man. They look like us. They, they dress like us. They act like us. And then they committed violence in our name. That is guerrilla warfare. And that's exactly what this dude was talking about on Vince Colony yesterday on 105.9 uh, after 3 o'clock. I can't remember the time. But he, I, might, I might say the words, dude, say guerrilla warfare, and it will solidify the deal. He said everything else that they were just Antifa and BLM were designed to do were he just everything except call it guerrilla warfare, man. This is, this is terrorist act. You have one minute remaining. Did you hear that? We hang up on, yeah, I'm going to call you back. Uh, give me about 15 to 20 minutes, and then I'll give you a, a call back, okay? Okay, thanks a lot. I appreciate that. Hey, Good I'm, to hear from you, Jeffrey. All right. All right. Yeah, well, okay. Listen, listen, listen. listen. Uh, I'm going to break it down in a military standpoint of view exactly what uh, the MPD and the Capitol Police did. Team 54, 64, and 74 of the MPD and committing most violence. And I, get your tape ready because I'm going to drop some names, dude, and I can prove everything on video. Wow. All right. All right. Thank you, Jeffrey. I'll talk to you in a little Just temporarily. Wow. Let's take a break. This mm-hmm. this is compelling stuff. All right, it yeah, is. It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys got a lot of free time on their hands. Sure do. Uh, to look at video, and their their life uh, is in the is in the balance. He, uh, what do we have? We have a few more minutes. We're going to go all the way up because I have a a, a special guest uh, coming up here momentarily. Um. My special guest is James Grunvig. We're going to talk about the financial implosion. But I want to, can I hear more of this? Do you mind? No. Do I mind? Yeah. No. Do you like it? No. Couple minutes. All right, let's go. Right. We are the best source of information that this government, this America, the continent of America has. No one is coming in here and talking to us. We work together like a legal team in here. And we have all sat down and watched hundreds and hundreds of hours, different angles of uh, CCT uh, and uh, 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 body cam footage. We know the players. We know their names. We know where the critical actors are. We know it all, man. There isn't an inch of that capital we haven't witnessed, man, in one fashion or another. And what's your overall assessment then of what happened that day? It was a setup. The whole thing was a setup. And I'm going Wow. James Grundy coming on. I think I'm on. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go back to it. We got. Uh, the big Meg. You know what we're going to do? We're going to, I want to share that. It's on PeterSantilli.com. You can 
go listen to the full thing. And I love that he said about his legal team on the inside. Those are the best attorneys. I'm Alex Jones, and you're listening and watching The Pete Santilli Show. Introducing the Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream, products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QDUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. You control the content you see. You have easy access to products and services you want, all at the press of a button. QUX brings people together, enhances fellowship, community, and networking capabilities, while protecting privacy like never before. Don't wait. Go to QUX.TV right now and order your QUX TV box today using promo code PETE. Be part of a new digital frontier. One of the most important challenges our country is facing is healthcare. Hi, this is Pete Santilli, and I want to introduce you to Global Tech, and that's with a K, MD. This is a 100% conservative, patriot-run telemedicine company dedicated to health freedom for all Americans. But don't take my word for it. Just take a look at their board of directors. Deb and I joined Global Tech MD, and I tell you, we couldn't be happier. We got the first month for only $9.95, and you will too by using promo code Pete or by calling 844-GLOBE-MD. That's 844-456-2363. Or go to GlobalTechMD.com. Global Tech MD gives you so much medical guidance without ever leaving the comfort of your home. You get access to U.S. board-certified doctors in your area 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, with no consultation fees, no co-pays, and no walk-in clinics. And the best part is, it covers your entire family. Global Tech MD also gets you up to 85% savings on prescription drugs at participating pharmacies. And did you know, 73% of all doctor visits can be avoided with a simple telemedicine phone call. Stop paying hundreds or even thousands of dollars a month on expensive health care. Global Tech MD is redefining what it means to make house calls. Call them from the comfort of your home, and one of their network doctors will call you back within minutes. Don't wait. Call 844-GLOBE-MD or globaltechmd.com today. That's globaltechmd.com. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. 
You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking, another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. You know, I, uh, this is great. I've actually been a fan of my next guest, uh, who I caught a glimpse of many times, um, over at American Media Periscope. And you click on it like we all do. You know, you, you click on something and you may not be, you know, um, introduced to any particular, you know, host or show. There's a lot of them out there and, uh, something will catch your attention. You know, someone will share. That's why we always say share, 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 because that's how I came upon his show. So I was, I was listening in. I, I said, yeah, this, this, uh, this guy's like a brother from another mother. He, uh, he's understanding what's going on. Smart. Um, and I just said before, um, we, we came on in our virtual green room, uh, right now you have to have a set of x-ray vision goggles. Um, we're going to talk about these financial issues and shoot, if the conversation goes, uh, anything like our, uh, before we came on air, um, he understands that I say that the virtual, um, or the modern day equivalent of a black swan, as they say, and a black swan, that term, uh, is, is in a, an event we could have never anticipated. Uh, and that's just a flat out lie. It's pre-scripted. Everything you're seeing every single day, when will the implosion happen? I'm not going to tell you I know when because uh, I'm not one of the select few that are going to create it. Uh, I'll be at the receiving end of it. But um, uh, Mr. Grunvig um, is with America, uh, uh, American uh, Media Periscope. He's the host of Unrestricted uh, Truths, the number one show on AMP News Network, as well as the editor-in-chief of AMP Journal, AMP Media's online daily news article site. He's an author of three books. Uh, 
prolific author, we'll certainly say. He's published hundreds of articles in the Epic Times, Huffington Post, Financial Times, uh, Foreign Direct Investment Magazine, among other media outlets. He's been a charter member of Ant Media since its founding in November of 2020. Um, and I welcome uh, him to the show. Uh, Mr. Grunvig, thank you very much for uh, for joining me. I really, uh, I'm honored uh, to have you on the show. And, you know, I, I don't just give away. These days, you know, there's a lot of hosts out there. There's a lot of people that are trying to do what they do. And I'll, I'll be critical. Um, I can't even watch people on YouTube anymore because, you, you know, naturally, they're going to be holding back 20% of the truth uh, if they want to stay on there. Um, so I really, really enjoy your perspective on things. You're a prolific author, a great writer, and I'm honored to have you on the show, sir. Pete, thank you very much for being here. I mean, for me being here, I, I'm, I'm honored as well. Your show's amazing. Mm. Uh, I'm glad you're as awake as I am. Uh, I come from probably a different angle than you do. Uh, you know, I had two parents, uh, both born in Norway and first-generation American, and they warned me in the 60s about, uh, oh, the communists have infiltrated the government. Oh, and the Fourth Reich, too. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just rocket men coming from Nazi Germany. There were also oh, bio, bioweapon scientists and all those people. So I've been warned as a kid growing into this. Then I accidentally overdosed my son on vaccines as a baby. Mm-hmm. And that was in 2000. So I have a 22-year-old autistic savant son. Oh, my goodness. And he, yeah, he's one of the 5,400 cases kicked out of vaccine court. So with, through Bobby Kennedy's uh, 2005 Rolling Stone article, on, on mercury, well, well, it's not just mercury, Bobby. It's aluminum. It's 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 uh, polysorbate eighty, which is which is like uh, you know a cockroach killer and, and things of that nature. I learned a ton, and I've been in the fight ever since. And in 2016, I published Master Manipulator about the betrayal of the CDC and the government, which basically created this, this autism epidemic through vaccines out of nowhere. Oh my goodness! I I'm sorry to. Uh... To, to hear about your son, but uh, that that certainly brings a, a sober awakening fast when it hits near home. And you know, let, let's center the conversation on that. Um, you know, what, we're we've been in this mode for a long time. We truth seekers, truth tellers, great awakening uh, happening. We're now. By the way, did you watch the Tucker Carlson interview with the Nelk Boys by chance? I missed it. You need to see that. I will. It's epic. You know why? Because he's speaking of. People like you and me and him. And we're like uh, the old school. I used to read the Albany Times Union when I was a young kid at, you know, 10, 11 years old. And uh, the the newspaper, I was a news junkie then. And then Peter uh, Jennings, you know, the evening news, Walter Cronkite, even going back that far. And we had a level of of trust and, 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 and of course, enthusiasm for, for getting our news at, you know, 6.30, you know, p.m. every single night. And uh, he said, now I realize I'm part of a media that works for a very small group that controls the world. The, the, the bombshell revelations uh, he was dropping was huge, but the receiver of the information, the consumer, the people we're talking to right now, um, you, you need to know that everything that's being served up to you is to keep you in a catatonic state pedaling away, you know, mm-hmm. doing the, you know, the Duracell battery energizing work for somebody else. So we have to make sense of everything. Uh, and, and the first thing you need to do is recognize that everything is, 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 is served up to you is just about a lie. You have to figure out what is being sent to you that is actually the truth, A, 
And then how do you respond to it? You don't sit there and say, well, Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. is not going to do anything for us. We have to take care of our own residences, our own communities. And that includes if there's a financial collapse, civil war, World War III. We really are behind the curve, are we not? Um, we're totally, to we're totally behind the curve. In fact, you know how I define it now? You know, if you can't define your enemy, you can't defeat your enemy, right? Mm -hmm. you, 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 so I look at big. Put big in front of any sector. Big media, big tech, big pharma, big government, big corporations. And you, you can then begin to see an outline of your enemy, the beast system itself. They're all in bed together, and it's becoming clearer and clearer all the time. Big telecom, just, you know, just go right on down the line. Big anything. And we're starting to see this kind of come to the surface now. So that is actually good. Because now we're able to really define the enemy, and we're able to mock and ridicule the enemy, and we're able to expose the corruption in the enemy, and I think that's a very positive thing. You know, um... The so-called, you know, black swan event, uh, the way mm -hmm. I'm looking at it is, you know, in, in, in 1929, I don't know if you're a, a student or a historian that studied what they did to intentionally implode the stock market. The, of course. You know, the, 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 the windows of realization of all that were over a much, you know, broader period of time. Like 2008, we knew within a short period of time what was going on before, uh, during and after the subprime mortgage meltdown. I mean, it was literally just thievery by a bunch of, I call them banksters. Same thing is yep. taking place here. Now, here's where I'm going to throw back to you. Um, we, we we can't pretend to know when they're going to pull the rug out, but they are. And I say for the following reasons, and this is where I trust your judgment. It's because they already have a system installed on the other side of this thing. They do. They do. The, the, only, only quite, the only question is we don't know what's on the other side, right? This is uncharted territory. Mm. They're going to engineers collapse, like you said. They're going to do the demolition, a slow demolition, which is going to then, you know, free fall like uh, Seven World Trade Center, right? They're going to bring it to the ground immediately, shock the world. Question is, what is on the other side? No one knows what the other side. They believe the dark hats, excuse me, the dark hats of the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, big everything, believe they'll be in charge on the other side with the CBDC right, to central bank digital currency. Maybe there's a military white hat plan we don't know about. Maybe uh, President uh, Putin in Russia is a anti-hero kind of white hat. Maybe Xi Jinping is a double agent white hat. He, he grew up as a peasant, his father was murdered by communist China, and there is a division in the Chinese Communist Party where he's more, believe it or not, kind of counterintuitive. He might be on the good side and there's an evil side, and I think the lines are being drawn between the BRICS nation and the Kazarian mafia, the Canaanites that run their entire Babylonian banking system. I think that is what's coming. And so they might not be in full control of pulling out the rug because it's, it's not everyone in the world's cooperating. That might be one of the differences. You know, and, and this is where I wanted to, uh, I wanted to have this conversation because it has to be held responsibly. Okay. When you, you I don't want to be uh, coined as a, a, a G sympathizer or a Putin lover nope. or whatever. But I will say this. All right, now, let's say you and I, you, you know, I don't know who you want to be. We'll role play. You want to be G or Putin? I'd be P a Putin. All right, so I'm, I'm G. All right. Dow, 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 no, I'm just so, kidding. You ever hear about the uh, three shepherds of Fatima back in uh, May 13th, 1917, out of, of Fatima, Portugal? They had three yeah. apocalyptic visions. These were yes. young women. Yes. The Vatican, Vatican got the secrets, the three apocalyptic secrets, and they kept the third secret 
the third popular division a secret, and they still did. Except something strange happened over Christmas, New Year's, like just two and a half months ago. A barrister in England, 1996, went into the Vatican, saw, literally saw the third apocalypse, and this video clip, five minutes long, not, nothing more than that, actually, he revealed that the two big elements of the third vision. The third vision, this is 1917 when Russia was falling to communism, right? The bloody rain, the bloody terror, Lenin, all of that stuff. Very real, yes. Right? They, th those women, 106 years ago as little girls, right? And they eventually moved to Brooklyn or whatever it was, mm -hmm. one of them anyway. They actually said in their vision what they saw. What they saw is Russia in the East is going to be the salvation to humanity. It's what they said. Oh, are you kidding me? No, this is true. The second piece of this is even more interesting. It says Kiev is going to be the truth. Now, I think the barrister left out what the truth is. I believe it's the dark truth. And if you think about Chernobyl, the deep state, right, the cabal that runs this world, they use the, the nuclear meltdown. Maybe they did this deliberately to have a radiation, a forbidden zone where no one can come in, right? And yet this past week, I'm reading an article about wild dogs that have had no, no cancer, no birth defects, living fine, looking very healthy, running around Chernobyl. So I believe they use that as a cover story to hide everything, to allow for the, let's go there, the, the child sex trafficking, the human slavery, the adrenochrome harvesting, all of that, the money laundering operations. IBF Kiev might be the dark navel of the world. And so this vision from 106 years ago actually is playing out in 2023. And I'm like, unbelievable. I'm a believer. Right. I'm a believer in your vision now. I really yeah. am. You know, uh, now listen, uh, perfect. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm glad you uh, interjected that before our, our role play here. So, so Amji, you're Putin. Um, uh, there's a lot at stake if the United States brings down the entire global financial system. I mean, there, and, there and, is. And, you, and if you know, if you're Xi and you've been on your 100-year plan and you, you're working with the military and they know how captured we are because they've oh, yeah. captured us, Right. We're, we're yeah. easy. They were, we were easy to just run over. And then you got Vladimir Putin. Listen, I listen very closely to Lavrov. I listen very closely. I don't go by Russian propaganda media. I want to hear what nope. they have to say about the subtitling. Lavrov has been right. He said for 10 years, we've been saying, stop your incursions with your NATO up against our border. What are you doing coming across the Atlantic? Stop, stop, stop. He said for 10 years, I've been doing that. So both of these entities right now, could conceivably come together and even the BRICS nations and say yeah. the United States is so out of control and so corrupt, the entire rest of us are going to burn up in hell unless we intervene here. So these could be the saviors. You said that Russia could conceivably be the, what was the term used? The truth? Uh, Salva salvation of humanity coming from the east, not the west. Salvation of humanity. It's a very real possibility. You see them conducting themselves as they should be on the international stage. As even a, you know, of course they want their their dominance and global dominance, and they want to compete. But how do you see them conducting themselves right now, right on the precipice of World War III? I I I, I see uh, Putin holding a super lot of restraint strategically. He could have re overreacted to the Nord Stream too. He knew it. He knew the Biden regime and NATO all played a role in destroying that pipeline. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 100, 160 foot section that doesn't break on its own. Right. They, 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 they dropped some very specific bombs and knew exactly where it was located and they blew it up. Right. So they took a, a military contractor with no transponder, but was still picked up on a radar and they destroyed it. So Putin has not even reacted to that yet. No. He then had the U.S. drone a couple of days ago 
in the Black Sea shouldn't be there. So what? What is the? You know, a don't bring a drone to a jet fight kind of thing. Well, so the Russian jet uh, hit its literally with his belly hit the propeller on the drone and then dumped a ton of jet fuel on it. And that drone is, is since fallen. And I believe from the newspapers, I'm reading Maritime Executive, uh, my, my parents just been shipping. So, uh, so I believe they actually have recovered that drone and we'll see how that plays out. And you got to consider this on the financial side of things. I remember in 2013 and 14, the uh, uh, Soviet Union, not Soviet Union, sorry, the Russian Federation and Vladimir yep. Putin, his balance sheet was solid. Remember when he came in and offered yep. uh, to the Ukrainians, hey, we'll, we'll pay off your debt, just let us put a, a pipeline so that we can supply uh, Europe. That He was trying to negotiate that deal. But I remember very clearly their balance sheet was solid. They didn't have super high debt. They were natural resources rich. And they're still, even through a Joe Biden's disastrous sanctions, made him even richer. Did he? Did it is, he is. They're a lot richer from a year ago. Their banking system is a lot more stable. They cut off the SWIFT a few months ago, right? So they're not a part of the uh, the system. And, you know, some more media propaganda is like, oh, Russia's run out of out of missiles, right? They said this like the last, last October, November, whenever it was, right? They're running out of missiles, right? And it's funny because last week, what, what did Russia trade with Iran? They traded Russian missiles, excess inventory for Iranian drones. And I'm like, mm. it's just, it's one lie after another. And it's, it's kind of glorious to see it happen. James. Okay. So I'm G. So here I am thinking, oh my goodness. Not, not only are we dependent on China, but China is dependent on us. What happens totally. when we go to war with China and we stop buying ibuprofen and Lysol and and cheap uh, Chinese toys. What happens right, to them? Right, and, and and deck chairs for your backyard patio and that kind of stuff. Right. What happens? Uh, so to what China? happens is uh, I think Xi Jinping is going to is expecting to collapse as well, and they they then are going to what? What are they going to do? Naturally, they would. We it's like a, like a, a narrative change. They go to war with Taiwan. They call it a proxy war. It's America. They're going to blame America for everything, which is pretty accurate, actually. You know, the Biden regime, anyway. And you're going to see something change drastically. So I, I think they're, they're expecting to collapse, right? They, they, they injected $74 billion Chinese banking system back into the economy just to keep their banks liquid, right? But, but look, look what happened to Credit Suisse on Wednesday. The Swiss bank, which lost $132 billion last year, did what? They injected $55 billion on Wednesday. And what do the uh, European central banks do? Did they not raise rates? No, they raised the rates 50 basis points. Why? Because inflation is going to kill everybody. And so if the banks get hurt, the housing gets hurt. So it's only one sector out of numerous sectors that would affect everybody. Mm. So they're trying to, they're, they're trying, Europe and the United States are trying to contain this economic monster. And next Wednesday, Jerome Powell's got the same decision. Everyone he, says, you know, Jamie Dimon from City, you know, Chase Bank goes, oh, we can't raise rates. No, no, we, we, we got a very bad lesson. Sorry, Jamie. I think Jerome Powell is going to raise 50 basis points. It's my feeling on it because letting in inflation run away is going to be even worse for the economy. And you I just, just heard like an hour ago, literally, bumped that oh, the, sorry. the banking system, the banks, big mm -hmm. banks, pumped in $30 billion of their own money just to keep First Republic Bank afloat today. That happened. Crazy, crazy, unsustainable. Oh, yeah. You, you, can't, you can't do that. And I also heard that uh, Powell bumped up uh, uh, interest rates uh, 25 uh, basis points. Yep. 
twenty. So it, 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 it's happening, and and you know, I think Chase, I think Jamie Dimon, uh, two days ago said, "Hey, we need a two trillion trillion with a T trillion dollar line of credit." Oh. oh, that that's not a line of credit. A line of credit is like you know fifty million or something. No, that that is a bailout. Yeah, free- and that would push uh, Biden's six point eight trillion dollar budget, and that blow it out you know towards ten billion. Forget about it. Mm. It's unsustainable. Okay, so so this this is another thing. The uh, the, who benefits from the collapse of the dollar and a banking crisis, and you you see it automatically shaping up, and it's like almost a fascist regime uh, oh, yeah. that they have between government and too big to failers. Right, and you know they're, they're trying not only to to make Americans and Europeans and base everyone in the world right, the ninety percent of the population poor around the world. They're trying to do that. They're trying to starve a lot of us, right? They're going after the food supplies. They're derailing trains, polluting the environment. You know, they're doing everything they can. So this is, isn't just like a one-note war, right? Mm-hmm. We, we got a kinetic war that's happening in Russia, Ukraine. Kinetic war potentially between China and Taiwan. And you definitely got a real hot fuse between Saudi Arabia and Iran and Israel in the Mideast. So you have that. Then we have the environment, like I said. So you have the train derailment. They illegally... You don't ever take toxic chemicals and just burn them off at site. They are they are supposed to be sucked out out of the spill area, pumped into a truck, taken to a, a hazmat disposal site, put in an incinerator, burn at a lower temperature, full control. So the fact that Governor DeWine, who's now somehow wearing a booty, comes out and says, "Oh, that was a controlled burn." No, that was an out of control, explosive burn. And by the way, I learned from this that Eastern Ohio is like the second biggest egg producer in the country. Yes. So there's no, there's no accident that this is happening where it's happening. Yes. Uh, and, and these current events that are happening um, that we can, we can analyze, we can also, you know, uh, reverse engineer from what, what they're doing to find out. And, and there's another thing, the IB, uh, uh, was it IBM uh, or yep. Intel chip plant, the water requirements into that area where they intend to build, that multi-billion-dollar facility. All of a yep. sudden, you've got big power plays going on there. You get a train derailment. Five, five billion gallons a day. Some some ridiculous, insane number. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, you're, you're put, they're going to put natural beavers out of, out of I'm kidding around, but but you know this is a, a number that is completely insane. Right. Oh yeah. All right. So so that now I, I don't know if you would consider yourself to be an economist, but like I said, I, I've known you to be somebody who's. Smart. I, I am not an economist. I'm not a financial advisor. I went. I eventually spent 30 years in New York City being a construction manager. Right. But you but when I inherited money in 2011, I became a full-time journalist. Yes. And I went to a, a lot of shows in New York City. I lived in Manhattan up until two years ago. I went to a lot of Bloomberg uh, news events, Bloomberg live events. I went right. to different conferences. I interviewed tons of be- uh, New York City venture capital, which is different than Silicon Valley. I have a whole different mindset. I've interviewed a lot of Wall Street bankers. I grew up with these people. Right. I understand the industry. So I don't need to be an expert. I interview the expert, but yeah, I know now, exactly how to talk. To yeah. Them, now, right? see, you're from New York, right? And, and, I'm, and I'm an old schooler from upstate New York, a novice, you know, conservative uh, uh, news nut and financial, yeah. you know, uh, analyst per se. Um, and I've always been able to translate what they say into a language that is basically what he just said is theft. CNBC, everything you just said was, that's called legalized theft. I, I, but, do, I do what you do, Pete. I actually translate. You know, at a blue collar level, so everybody understands exactly. what's going on. There's no jargon nonsense, no whatever, three letter words, none of that nonsense, right? You just, yeah, plain language, sort of like what President Trump does as a New Yorker. He's a direct, 
talker. That's right. He looks in the camera and he speaks directly and plainly so everybody, the, he's the lowest a, common denominator, can understand exactly what he's saying. He's a great communicator. We'll, we'll touch on uh, some Trump-isms here in the following regard. I am all for, like in the military, I'm a uh, former United States Marine. It was the perfect meritocracy. Didn't matter what race, creed, or color you were. If you yep. could bust your hump, plow your way in up the chain of command, you get promoted on the merits of your performance, right? Your dedication, all that stuff. What, what does that do to an economy when you don't have a merit-based system and you're giving favor to, or you're even imploding it, the ESG principles, the woke Oh, my God. Over well, ESG is already imploding. So Vanguard's now moving away from ESG requirements. So that scorecard lasts, what, a year and a half? Right, the envi environmental social governance for the, for the audience, right? ESG, that's what it is. It's a capitalism it's killer, is But here's something interesting. So Silicon Valley Bank, why was that the first bank to fail this year? I, I, have, I have some thoughts on that. One is there wasn't an investment risk analyst at SVB. Mm. He left nine months ago. They never replaced him. Yeah. They have all the board members, maybe nine board members, only one had investment banking experience. Everybody like you said, wasn't based on merit or, or domain expertise or anything like that. They were the biggest donors to, to the Democrat and Republican Party. Mm -hmm. The donors sat on the board. They didn't know squat about banking, squat about risk analysis. They didn't know anything about it. So yeah. you're starting to see this. And then, of course, Sig Signature Bank, we had a one-and-a-half-minute uh, training video gets leaked to Twitter, and it goes viral. And they, they had a one-minute, 90-second, just a piece of it, of, pro, of proper pronouns, at Signature Bank, dude, your 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 core business is purchasing securities, which to the average person is lending money, right? Right. That's your business. Your business is is this a risk or not? That's your business. It's not like oh, here you're my friend. I'm going to give you ninety million. Go ahead and spend it any way you want. And then we're going to worry about pronouns. Really, this is where it's gone. And now we're learning that Silicon Valley Bank had what seventy four million donated to BLM. Oh. We have probably 2,000 Chinese agents in there, communists, that they've infiltrated. You have a lot of crypto uh, focus, and I'm not picking on crypto, but crypto is a great way to do money laundering. So you had that in Signature Bank and Silicon Valley Bank. So I don't think Joe Biden is in charge of the U.S. Treasury or the FDIC. I believe someone else is in charge. It has nothing to do with Biden or even his regime. And I believe they picked on these two banks first because they want to stop the money laundering and expose the corruption. And they put all the big banks and everybody else on notice. So I don't know if this was part of the demolition plan, like you said, pull out the rug. I'm leaning that the White Hats, let me just call them, you know, a general term for them, came in and pulled the rug in the beginning to start, to start this and not go on their timeline, but to accelerate their timeline. I think that's what's happening. Okay, go with me. I'm going to say this in a New York kind of way, twofold. Number one, I took a look at all the investors uh, mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, and, and shareholders in the business itself. And they have a Chinese flag next to them. I'm talking about like eight of the top 10, you know, Vanguard, BlackRock. I mean, yep. heavy, right. You get that much Chinese influence that that is a national security risk to begin with, especially when you consider what was done. So uh, an intentional controlled demolition, here's the next thing is in a New York kind of way, if you've got this shiny new coin called a, uh, a, a centralized uh, 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 bank, right, digital currency. They call it FedNow, I think. FedNow. Fed, oh, Fed, yeah, you exactly got FedNow, 
Uh, would you want to pre-plan and set up the other coin, which is your competitor, as something that's going to be kryptonite and catch on fire and, and, and you're going to get uh, toxic poisoning from it? Well, those banks, SVBs, being so heavily invested on the crypto side. You know about Tether and FTX and all that? Oh, yeah. Well, so Tether's, so Tether's uh, dollar peg, which is fiction anyways, it broke last week, right, due to, due to SVB. You, you know, people don't realize Tether has never been audited by a third independent third party. So they, no one knows exactly what that black box operation is. Insanity. They claim, and I'm going to say the word claim, they have mm -hmm. cash, they have bonds, and they have stocks. Oh, so you are basically, if the big money system fails, Tether fails, because all of your collateral is in the financial markets anyways, and that there, thus I find Tether and, and other stable coins a joke in a way. You're right. So you've you've got this the, this two pronged attack on a bank that doesn't have. If you consider it, it there was an eight hundred billion dollar bailout in two thousand eight. This yep. this SVB represented a two hundred and fifty billion dollars in assets that was on the line. What was that? One hundred and fifty billion dollars in deposits getting wiped out. That's a major hit, and I suspect that it was an intentional implosion. Oh, I I, I absolutely believe so. We, we know the, the CEO, CEO, CFO of SVB actually dumped stocks three weeks before, about $4 million worth. So you know that's insider trading. And then on the day of the bank run, which was Thursday, they give, what, six-figure, six low six-figure bonuses to the senior management mm. for doing a great job. Okay. They gave early Christmas bonuses in the beginning of March. I know you so know that, about this. And that's you... interesting. And the next day, the feds had no choice but to come in and stop the theft of money is what they had to do. James, uh, you may or may not know this, and if you don't know it, I'm going to say it to impress you. Okay, we have just a couple minutes here. So go with me. You got the Chinese side of the equation at the top end, right? Uh, you got yep. the frontline woke tards that are doing crazy stuff, managing the bank, and then the implosion takes place, and what do you do? You basically implode the bank, and then on the other side of it, you go buy up all the assets for a buck with HSBC. Who's HSBC? Oh, uh, HSBC actually is the bank out of England, and guess what happened? They, they had a uh, kind of what I call a, a magical fire, fire, lightning fire today at their headquarters in London. They had a massive fire in their building. And guess what else? Take a look at the Chinese influence in HSBC. Huge. Totally. HSBC so, China is huge. So I'm with you 100%, Pete. So I, I flew into uh, uh, what do you call Edinburgh, Scotland in 2017. So I, I walked through the airport, on a, you know, go through duty-free, on my way down to London and in, in, in Ireland, I was a couple nights in Scotland, and I see Chinese flags throughout the entire duty free, like in the middle. Not Scottish flags, not British flags, Chinese not American flags, flags just wow. Chinese flags. And I'm like, wow. I took pictures for my friends that used to be in the military that still track everything that Communist China does as the enemy, mm. and I share with them, and they were like blown away. I'm like, oh, blown away. Like, really? Wow. So that's, wow. that's six years ago. James, listen, I've really enjoyed this first conversation. I'm literally on the edge of my seat. This is a great conversation. I'd like to invite you back on as this thing starts to unpack if you have time. American I, Media do, Pete. I do, Pete, yes. American Media Periscope is where you can find James. I knew you guys were going to like this. Uh, all of our viewers will have you back on, James. Thank you very much for your thoughtful insight on this controlled demolition of our financial system. And, yes, the modern uh, day... Black Swan is actually a drone. It's being flown by some entity. We won't know who it is until after the thing crashes. We'll be right back right after this.
Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of My Pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a My Pillow or not, you need to get the brand new My Pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better and cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit mypillow.com. I've utilized the thing that John Hewlett has developed, this cardio miracle. And uh, just so you, as a quick aside, uh, in the gym where I go every day, uh, the 30-somethings, and I'm in my mid-50s, just, they, they just can't keep up. <laughs> I did start probably in about January taking the cardio miracle. The most interesting and telling thing after being on this for a few months is really noticing a difference in the energy level that I've had and the severity of my heart problems. It's funny, you start to begin to have this sense that there's actual healing taking place inside the body. Well, I'm one of the generation born in 1947. So on the front end of the baby boom, all I can say is if you want prolonged life, better health, more energy, better sleep, uh, this is a great product. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking, another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at GoldCo today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. One of the most important challenges our country is facing is healthcare. Hi, this is Pete Santilli, and I want to introduce you to Global Tech, and that's with a K, MD. This is a 100% conservative, patriot-run telemedicine company dedicated to health freedom for all Americans. But don't take my word for it. Just take a look at their board of directors. Deb and I joined Global Tech MD, and I tell you, we couldn't be happier. We got the first month for only $9.95, and you will too by using promo code Pete or by calling 844-GLOBE-MD. That's 844-456-2363. 
or go to globaltechmd.com. Global Tech MD gives you so much medical guidance without ever leaving the comfort of your home. You get access to U.S. board-certified doctors in your area 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, with no consultation fees, no co-pays, and no walk-in clinics. And the best part is, it covers your entire family. Global Tech MD also gets you up to 85% savings on prescription drugs at participating pharmacies. And did you know, 73% of all doctor visits can be avoided with a simple telemedicine phone call. Stop paying hundreds or even thousands of dollars a month on expensive health care. Global Tech MD is redefining what it means to make house calls. Call them from the comfort of your home, and one of their network doctors will call you back within minutes. Don't wait. Call 844-GLOBE-MD or globaltechmd.com today. That's globaltechmd.com. Founded by David Rockefeller, the Trilateral Commission has been an arm of the globalist deep state since 1973. Last week at their annual meeting, a speaker who cannot be identified according to commission rules said that we are now in a period of structural inflation that will last for decades. They said that the free market is over and industry now sets policy. And they said that this year, 2023, is year one of this new global order. Days later, the Federal Reserve Bank announces a July launch for their new FedNow service, which was first announced in October of 2021. The too-big-to-fail banks and all the large processors are already on board, and so is the U.S. Treasury. The first week of April, the Federal Reserve begins the FedNow pilot program for early adopters to become certified participants to help the Fed confirm readiness for their July launch. FedNow is an instant payment processing system that seeks to be the base of all digital transactions, acting as an umbrella company to manage all financial payments. This has been shown to be the gateway to a central bank digital currency, CBDC. FedNow is much like the Reserve Bank of India's instant payment system, the Unified Payments Interface, or UPI. UPI has had huge success in converting rural communities into a complete cashless society. According to the International Monetary Fund, UPI democratized the payment system and paved the way for central bank digital currencies. Central bank instant payment processing is also how the Central Bank of Nigeria introduced its CBDC, Enira, which has been, so far, violently rejected. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. my clip oh, of said. Alex Jones say, <laughs> saying it's going to get worse the what new I, world I, order what did I say be the meanest thing what what did Debbie say last week 
when all this was breaking. This is their open door to digital currency. And it's it's all just a big setup. That's it. Nothing's going to crash. People aren't going to starve to death until people start saying, I reject that, like they are. That, you know what that and is? Remember, That's the number of the beast right remember there. Remember, in Africa, is... that, is a very, that is a very Christian population. You know all no, that, the video, you know the videos we watch of them all singing and going. They're traveling by foot for for twenty miles to get to a Christian revival in in Africa, right? Those people will reject it, right? They're saying no way, no, no, no. Yeah, because they read the scriptures. Sure. Huh. Sure. And that's what's going to happen here. It's they freaking know, over. They know. <laughs> they know why. I want you to play that again. I'm sorry. I know we oh. have we have time. I want to play it can, again. Can we do that? I wanna, get, I'm so stunned by this. I, I want to get over the shock of uh, what I just, not the shock, but. They, you guys didn't hear me screaming off uh, off the air here. Mm-hmm. Listen to this again. Founded by David Rockefeller, the Trilateral Commission has been an arm of the globalist deep state since 1973. Last week at their annual meeting, a speaker who cannot be identified according to commission rules said that we are now in a period of structural inflation that will last for decades. They said that the free market is over and industry now sets policy. And they said that this year, 2023 is year one of this new global order. Days later, the Federal Reserve Bank announces a July launch for their new FedNow service, which was first announced in October of 2021. The too big to fail banks and all the large processors are already on board, and so is the U.S. Treasury. The first week of April, the Federal Reserve begins the FedNow pilot program for early adopters to become certified participants to help the Fed confirm readiness for their July launch. FedNow is an instant payment processing system that seeks to be the base of all digital transactions, acting as an umbrella company to manage all financial payments. This has been shown to be the gateway to a central bank digital currency, CBDC. FedNow is much like the Reserve Bank of India's instant payment system, the Unified Payments Interface, or UPI. UPI has had huge success in converting rural communities into a complete cashless society. According to the International Monetary Fund, UPI democratized the payment system and paved the way for central bank digital currencies. Central bank instant payment processing is also how the Central Bank of Nigeria introduced its CBDC, Enira, which has been, so far, violently rejected. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Stunning, isn't it? So corporations set policy. Yeah. He said, yeah. the, the the free market's done. Mm-hmm. But let's 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 translate that. I mean, this is this is a communist order. It's oh, a com- it's, 
This is a communist order. It's 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 something. You know, we used to say this a decade ago, and and we quit saying it. It's it's nothing we've seen before. There's no name. That it's you it's can an put ism on it. that can't be identified. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can't put a name on what's getting ready to come. All back. I know is we're we're commanded to not mm-hmm. accept it because we are. They will have centralized. This is that mark of the beast. My turn up our audio. No, no, I, I'm not yelling at you. I was actually trying to increase my audio by yelling. Yeah, I'm not yelling at you. <laughs> Our audio is low? I don't know how. Have you heard it? But... Is it low? Okay, so what's the difference between when we had it perfect before and now? I haven't changed a thing. I wonder. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Angie, thank you so much. By the way, my yelling was to increase the audio. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, right. But I mean, really take mm. a look at that, and everything is just falling into place. And we will be called conspiracy theorists for even suggesting that this is all pre planned and everything that we've been seeing is just a, you know, it's just all staged and, and ready to go. They They have to do what they're doing to get people to accept it, create as much chaos around the banks and around money as you possibly can. So they can justify this and say, hey, look, if we do this, this will never happen again. And people will, and you'll be safe. Your money will be safe, right? People are, you know, other, I would say probably second in line to their own life, like their the life, their own life and the life of their family as, as being most important as far as safety goes would be their money. Right. People, people are, you know, people are going to just be like, they're going to fall in line with, and it's going to be so convenient. You know, it really is. And I want people, I'm not going to say anything other than guess what? Without the QR code, this could never have happened. That's all I'm going to say about that. He didn't invent the QR code. No, it's the truth. He didn't invent the QR code, by the way. Well, I, I did some research. Well, whoever did. Yeah. Whoever did. Whoever did. Mm. So I'm just saying, everything over the past decade that that we've been looking at, and listen, Mm. we used to, we watched the old school guys. Um, They were still still quite active when we first started Mm. this a decade ago. We had them all on our shows. We talked to them, um, and we became educated about all of this, right? G. Edward Griffith, um, you know, we used to have him on the show. And, you know, he's now in his 90s, right? And he's supposed to be coming on. I hope that he does. Mm. I hope that he, we're able to work that out so that he can. But listen, listen. these guys mm. have been forewarning this for decades now, Pete, and nobody's been listening. But we knew this was going to happen in, in our generation. We're going to see it come to fruition. I have to tell you, I, uh, I feel like throwing up. I also feel like throwing up over uh, the following. Now, we got uh, word that, uh, but, but by the way, I know, I know Ashley's trying to inject her little bug article in here, but we, we don't run a show on Ashley's brain. We can't do that. I mean, <laughs> we'll literally, I mean, we, we have to stay on a certain thing. But it's we can't true, do, though. 
All you have to do is mention it. Teachers are trying to force children. That's stupid. They're okay. programming children to eat bugs. Yes, yes, yes. But we can't do info vomit, you know, mm-hmm. on, a, on bug topic, financial topics, uh, digital currency. So I, I, I want to mention this because we have limited time. Um, President Trump uh, right now is rumored to be on the block for indictment and arrest. Yep. Fox News is now reporting it. it uh, they have they have confirmed it that his arrest will be next week. His arrest. His arrest, and you know what they're going to do? Mm-hmm. They're going to have him do a perp walk. Oh, they will perp walk him. I don't know if they're going to, I don't think they'll uh, SWAT team him like they did Roger Stone, but, but uh, he, he will, he will be, he will be arrested and processed. The president, the former president of the United States of America, it will be unprecedented. Uh, It will be the first time we have ever in our lifetime seen the, in our lifetime seen this happen, right? He will be perp walked. He will be processed. I, I, you know, in the past I've said, you know, keep your composure, do all that stuff. I hope the freaking crazies come out like, you know, <laughs> I hope. I know, but where keep are your the crazies dry, when everyone. Huh? They kind of, I'm not trying to incite that. So I'm here's just saying, what's I'm happening. Hoping, you know, police departments. Am I allowed to hope? Police departments. It's being reported, and we'll have more on this as soon as we learn more. But police departments in major cities and, well, in all around the United States of America are preparing for next week. That's how they started getting wind of this because police departments were told to be prepared next week for the arrest of Donald J. Trump and, um, and civil unrest. And I just don't think it's going to happen. You don't I don't think th- what's going to happen? I don't think there's going to be any civil unrest. I don't. Sorry. I just don't think that the American, the American people, the conservatives, or anyone else has it in them. And listen, there's a reason uh, that they have not stopped report. Um, they have not stopped arresting, arresting people for J6. And they're saying there's anywhere from a thousand to three thousand people who are on the chopping block that are going to be swatted and arrested. Uh, coming up here, so they're they're going. This is all going to be happening sim- simultaneously, and you know why, Pete? Because it it has a chilling effect on people protesting or any kind of of uprise in this country. It you know, it, we have watched other countries that I never dreamed would would just- stand up and fight their governments in the United States of America. Look, do you, do you see what's happening in France, right? And the American people are just like, not me, man. I'm not going to go spend any time in the gulag. Forget that. It, it worked. It worked. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Please don't. That's all we need to say. Fox News That's all reporting. we need to say. Yep. Um... Now, Henry Kissinger is weighing in. Can we play that video? We have a video 
of what Henry Kissinger has to say on that. Embedded, you just play it on the screen. Stand by. Constitute a crime per se, but as a prosecutor, you're trying to argue that this is all part of an intentional pattern that that taken together amounts to criminality. And Congressman, I want to get your reaction to something Donald Trump's current attorney said on CNN last night. Take a listen. I'm not saying it's a great thing if he gets indicted. I said if they indict him. If they indict him, it will embolden him. I think it will, it, you know, because he will win this case, it will catapult him to the White House. His reasoning is any indictment will embolden Trump supporters, will embolden Trump. Uh, do you agree? And do you think him even talking this way suggests that it's a fait accompli? That the lawyers themselves think that Trump will be indicted. Yeah, I certainly think they're out there prepping the ground. And uh, it's, it's a smart political move to go out and basically try to take the narrative before the the prosecutors can take the narrative from you. I do think he's a little bit right. I think within the kind of Trump circle, this will this will be a circle the wagon moment. It's kind of like you're under artillery attack, so everybody's going to gather in the in the bunker. But what this will do is those that are on the fence between, say, a DeSantis and a Trump or Nikki Haley and a Trump, here's where they might start going, I, I think it's time we have to move on. Whether you even agree with this or not, it may be time to move on. You add this to Georgia and potential January 6th charges now, uh, I think it's spell real doom for Trump politically. Ellie, do you think prosecutors are listening closely every time a member of the Trump legal team speaks? Oh, for sure, Jake, for two reasons. First of all, of course, look, if the other coach is talking about his playbook, you are listening and you are taking notes. And also secondarily, and maybe even more important, the statements that a person's agent or representative makes on their behalf are at times admissible against that person in court. So it may be possible that they can use some of these statements as evidence in a case. He, look at him. Adam I, I Kenzinger well. is such a jerk, okay? He's this little tiny man who has a Napoleon complex, for sure. And, and the guy just sits there, you know, he's wetting his pants with excitement. He is so excited about this. It's engineered. They've engineered it this way, and they're going to try their best to bring him down. And and here's the thing. If he's indicted, he's going to be in, in brought. And not this, only that, but they're getting ready to indict him again. They're, they're over... listening to how Trump is going to handle it. This is, yeah. okay, so listen, I, I, I said that I hope that the crazies come out. That That's just a hope. I'm not trying to incite anything. But mm -hmm. I will say, if I were advising President Trump, Nathan, I want you to grab that clip that I just put up. This is how I would advise President Trump to handle things, okay? Um, these, these communists right here. Um, he needs to basically pick up the phone, call somebody. Do you, do you see that one? Easy, Pete. It's, it's at, uh, uh, it, it's on um, show, uh, the show production sheet, Nathan. I just put it in there. All the way at the bottom. See it? Do you see it? Huh? Okay. Tick, tick. Yeah, yeah, that one right there. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> yes. No. no. Yes. Huh? Don't do that. Why not? Because just don't. He's not going to do this, but I, 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 we're just coming up with scenarios, right? <laughs>
This is the way I think he should handle it. I'm allowed to express myself, aren't I? We're at war, folks. How do we respond to uh, to war, you know, in a figurative sense? How do we speak of it, right? Um, let's uh, Let me know when you have that pulled up. Oh, no, no, no. We're, we're going to... All right. All right, here we go. You want to flip this? Okay. I can play with you. Come on. Okay. Do you want to play rough? Okay. Oh, no. Say hello to my little friend. Say, you want me? Come get me. Say hello to my little friend, right? Oh, no. No? <clears throat> don't do that? No, don't do that. No. He won't do that. Actually, he won't. he won't. No, he would never do that. And, and listen, Pete. That's what I think you should do. But uh, if I were advising him, that's what I would tell him to do. But um, that's why I'm he doesn't sure, have me as his advisor. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure that Trump um, has already been... Um, He's he's known this was coming, right? He he has known this is coming, and so there there you go. It is coming, and also and they're still going after him over the payment to Stormy Daniels. So they're saying me off. they're 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 saying that they're close to uh, indicting him on that. So uh, well, what's this indictment for next week then? I thought it was a Stormy Daniels thing at SDNY. Is it? Is that yeah. what it is? Okay. It's a Stormy Daniels thing, huh? What is yes. this chick all and, about? And not only we, that, we don't listen, watch porn. Can but, we watch porn But they're porn also tonight? trying to get an indictment in Georgia. And I thought that's what that's what Kinzinger was talking about, right? Yeah. The Georgia. What is up with this thing and, with Stormy and Daniels? January 6th, right? Is she really that spectacular? I've never, I don't watch porn. Can we actually, watch she porn admit, tonight? Actually, she came out and said tonight, that. Tonight, you and me, can we do that? Watch no. Stormy Daniels to figure out why the president have, has got all this crap? On, I uh, have no for desire. For this liquor? No? Absolutely not. But listen, um, that's why I got a little confused because you played Adam Kinzinger and those guys, and and they're talking about. Um, well, I'll tell you what. It's about gonna, Georgia listen, and January. The guys 6th. from the big mega coming on. Uh, I told them we were going to headline on the Trump arrest, and then we we talked about that special forces operator on January sixth mm -hmm. and all the evidence that he's been looking at. Well, now all, we're coming back to the Trump arrest. It's all and the guys from right? The big neg will be coming on, you guys. Uh, stay right there. We're going to go right to a break right now. They'll be back right after this. I've utilized the thing that John Hewlett has developed, this cardio miracle. And uh, just so you as a quick aside, uh, in the gym where I go every day, uh, the 30-somethings, and I'm in my mid-50s, just... They, they just can't keep up. <laughs> uh, I did start probably in about January taking the Cardio Miracle. The most interesting and telling thing after being on this for a few months is really noticing a difference in the energy level that I've had and the severity of my heart problems. It's funny, you start to begin to have this sense that there's actual healing taking 
place inside the body. Well, I'm one of the generation born in 1947. So on the front end of the baby boom, all I can say is if you want prolonged life, better health, more energy, better sleep, uh, this is a great product. important challenges our country is facing is healthcare. Hi, this is Pete Santilli, and I want to introduce you to Global Tech, and that's with a K, MD. This is a 100% conservative, patriot-run telemedicine company dedicated to health freedom for all Americans. But don't take my word for it. Just take a look at their board of directors. Deb and I joined Global Tech MD, and I tell you, we couldn't be happier. We got the first month for only $9.95, and you will too by using promo code Pete or by calling 844-GLOBE-MD. That's 844-456-2363. Or go to GlobalTechMD.com. Global Tech MD gives you so much medical guidance without ever leaving the comfort of your home. You get access to U.S. board-certified doctors in your area 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, with no consultation fees, no co-pays, and no walk-in clinics. And the best part is, it covers your entire family. Global Tech MD also gets you up to 85% savings on prescription drugs at participating pharmacies. And did you know, 73% of all doctor visits can be avoided with a simple telemedicine phone call. Stop paying hundreds or even thousands of dollars a month on expensive health care. Global Tech MD is redefining what it means to make house calls. Call them from the comfort of your home, and one of their network doctors will call you back within minutes. Don't wait. Call 844-GLOBE-MD or globaltechmd.com today. That's globaltechmd.com. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking, another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The MyPillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. MyPillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com.
men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. If liberty means anything at all, it means right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Make America great again. I'm really agitated right now. Going right into this big MIG segment, uh, you guys. I'm really, really agitated for a couple different reasons that I'm going to throw. Well, by the way, welcome back. We just covered. Thank you. We just covered uh, what you know is just going to be a barrage uh, towards President Trump if he's to be indicted uh, next mm -hmm. week. I, I said he shouldn't just turn himself, but he's going to do what he's going to do. Um, he should just scarface it, say, you know, come get me. You know, that's what I think. But that's not going to happen. Uh, and my wishful thinking is not going to, not going to bring it. We're going to go to your uh, topic of the Twitter files, right? We got to talk about mm -hmm. that because I don't know anything about the most recent release, and I understand wow. it's huge. But comment on this Trump indictment that we're undoubtedly going to be covering into next week talk about that you know look we we know that that's what they've been strategizing all along i mean that's been their big narrative their big conspiracy everything they do is related to it's trump it's trump it's trump i mean to the point that it's gotten ridiculous every time the economy uh you know goes down or mortgage rates go up or a bank fails or a train derails, or the pandemic, uh, you know, the, the scamdemic gets pumped up. It's always Trump, Trump, Trump. So look, this has been their plan all along, right? I mean, this is what they want to do. And the Stormy Daniels case to me is a joke. I don't even see where it applies. They're saying that it's something over the money, you know, and, and, the, and the problem with that whole Stormy Daniels case is Michael Avenatti was in the middle of it. How do you trust anything that he was involved in? I mean, he's already in prison for stealing from, I mean, honest to God, a guy that steals from a porn star, does it get any worse than that, Pete? <laughs> he stole from no. a porn star. <laughs> Michael Cohen, I don't know if I ever told you this, but, uh, you know, when I was part of the Trump network, uh, yeah. uh, the call I got uh, and, and my negotiated settlement out when they, you know, when they took over yeah. the uh, the digital marketing stuff. Um, yeah. Because they, they tried to take my, not take my, they just, they wanted to, they saw how much money I was making. Uh, and they said, hey, we want to do that. And they basically took over my side of the operation, but used all my videos. That's called hijacking. Yeah, and I said, you <laughs> can't do that. So guess who I got the call from? Michael Cohen. Oh, God. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. He's really not that smart. He's not. And, and he's kind of loose in the cage a little bit, but he goes like this. He goes, oh, no. he goes are you telling me? I said, you can't, you can't use my videos like that, you know, without my permission. And uh, he said, you telling me, you know, we, we can't use your, you, you can't use your videos? I said, no, you can. You got to freaking pay me. You can use it, right? You can't just take it for free. That's my work product. Yeah. Right? No disrespect hey, see, to the what Trump is, what is, well, basically coming down saying what? That um, they're saying that the way he you Trump paid um, Stormy Daniels, that's, that's the only thing they have, correct? Here's the bottom line. You ready? This is what they have manufactured and delivered by who? Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen's going to come up with damning 
evidence. They're, they can manufacture oh, anything man. they want. How long have they had to bring these charges? How long? I mean, look, they're worried he's going to run again. They've had it forever. They could have brought it a long time ago. How but at the end long, of the day, how many opportunities? Years? I'm sorry to interrupt Years? you. How many opportunities have they had to bring this? Now, all of a sudden, this stuff miraculously comes out of where? Where? It's the most scrutinized president. Through the Russia collusion thing? They spent $45 million? They had how many freaking agents coming through every page of every single transaction the guy's ever done? The most scrutinized president? Now, all of a sudden, they got this information? I'm going to freaking snap. They're scraping in the bottom of the barrel, I'm, in I'm my gonna, opinion. I'm <laughs> gonna, they're going to they're gonna bring forward the porn star case. Yeah. I, mean, look, I don't really care about yeah. any of that. I, don't, I can give a got... crap what this guy's done in his past with women or otherwise. I don't care. The bottom line is it's sick. The, the law is one-sided. They're continuing to do it. I mean, look, they've got direct connection, connections to Hunter and his father taking money directly from the CCP. They have the documents. The GOP came out the other day and said they've actually got copies from people that did business, and they turned over all the banking records. This Deb, president is guilty of so many crimes. Deb Jordan and, yeah. has her hand raised. Oh, oh, Deb Jordan, you don't have to raise your hand. We want to hear from you. Well, listen. <laughs> What's up? Oh, hold on a second. Listen, they just Deb announced Jordan. this week, too, and it's a, it's something a lot of people haven't caught on to yet, but will, and that is is that they're accusing President Trump of laundering money uh, through Russia uh, using his truth social platform. So that's another thing now that they've uh, yes, come up yes. with, right? So... Uh, they're going after his truth social. Truth. Yeah, Bubbles Kofefe has been doing that. No. So, yeah. you, know who, you, know, you, know who, you know who said that? There's his two twin brothers, Kazakhstan or whatever. They're the ones that made that statement and came up with that. Uh -huh. So, they're, and they're both full of BS. So, it's nothing to be true. It's fake news. Actually, uh, Elon Musk, you should remove that uh, tweet from the. Mm -hmm. Twitter because it's all fake. It's misinformation. But here's the thing. Let's, no, they let's... can't. He does. They don't have. They don't have the Minority Report size uh, GEC CIA yeah. operation over there. You know. No. They've been coming working right now. They're out of work. They've been coming after <laughs> Trump for for since he said he was going to run. Everything proven wrong. Everything. So I'm gonna. This is like a warning to all the liberals, middle. Any. I don't care. Every. All of them. You're gonna keep pushing us till we till we ain't gonna let you push you no more. Don't take our kindness for weakness. We're conservative. We're men. But we're manly men, and you guys will not win if it comes down to it. So you know they don't more aggressive. It's going to backfire. Yeah, I'm a little more aggressive than than George. Listen My point is when you when you corner an animal, expect bad results. That's right. And I can tell you, you keep pushing us. <laughs> this yeah. is the break glass moment. We're tired of it, and That's I'm right. tired of this legal system that thinks they can go after whoever they want only when they want to. But all the other people that are committing massive crimes that would put any of the three of us in jail for literally hundreds of life sentences, and they're just going along doing nothing. So, hey, you guys, you got, I don't believe there's a legal system. That's it. Pete, load up. <laughs> exactly. Oh, by the way, it's a Nerf gun, okay? Last time I did yeah. that, I actually did, did it with a real gun. We were talking about no-knock warrants and stuff. Yeah. They actually took a clip of me saying, you come through my door without knocking, poof, right? And they played that on the Jumbotron. They said, Your Honor, we need to hold him. He's a freaking <laughs> But I'm like, so now, you, know, yeah. but you know, hold on a second. You open it up. You open up the full context of what I said. I said, that's stupid. I'm so freaking paranoid. I got death threats. Somebody comes through my door. I shoot first. And then I said, God forbid if it's somebody from law enforcement. That is dumb. If you're law enforcement, don't be coming through my door. Like, pick up the phone, call yeah. me, say, hey, Pete. 
Can you come outside? Yeah, people don't realize that we actually get death threats. They don't think that's a, a normal thing. So I was speaking in those terms, but what did they say? They say, oh, the police come through my door. You know, yeah. and I'm like, oh, my God. Can you imagine? You know, anything it's they can do to justify, gun. you know, you, you know that they don't like uh, you or any of us being over the target. You know, every time we hit something, you know how that goes. But it's ridiculous. Listen, at the end of the day, I don't know. I, you know, I keep, you know, everybody want, is looking for that white knight or that cavalry to come over the horizon. This government's out of control. So out Honestly, of control. the only thing good for D.C. would be one big giant nuke. And then maybe things would be better. Swear to you. Swear to you. Yep. Yep. So, maybe we should build a wall around it and keep them all in there away from everybody. Listen. Uh, hey, like, what, what, is that, what is that movie called? Remember with Snake Plissken? Escape from New York. <laughs> right. Escape from New York. We yeah. can escape from D.C. Listen. You know? Hey, they've already got a guy with a patch. Guys, <laughs> let's, uh, let's shift gears because I'm dying to find out what's going on here because I, I have not had a chance Oh man, this well, last this you, last round is ugly, bro. <laughs> it's ugly. Lance, if he would have said he was dying, even though it's really not true, you know that that this board would have been all over him. You would have been yeah. lit, Pete. Yeah. Well, here's the deal, Pete. All every agency you see on there, the GEC, CIA, who's connected to the GEC, all of them That's appear so to be interconnected with this last Twitter file dump. Meaning that they were all behind the scenes, and what it really links back to is this. Uh, this Sanford uh, uh, University program. That's, uh Yeah, yeah, Sanford's yeah. in the middle of it. They've got this uh, group. Of, George, what the heck was the name of that group? Did you say Stanford or Sanford? Sanford. Sanford. Not Stanford. Oh, Stanford. Did I say? Yeah, I'm sorry, Stanford. I said Sanford. If you say Stanford. You're talking about the, the Virality Project? Yeah, the Virality Project, Pete. Yeah. So they were operating and doing things that they knew the government itself couldn't do. And the, and the actual operator of that group said it in a video call that he did with Twitter and said, we're actually operating. And they've been operation, uh, operating within election integrity. And they were they created this system for making tickets for known election integrity, uh, what they called misinformation. So imagine this, Pete, your, your, your cousin dies from vaccine side effects, right? Mm. They die. And now you go online and tell the story of it. And what they're saying is that's misinformation, even though you have facts. And the reason they're saying it's misinformation, well, Pete was upset. He might exaggerate what the real story is. And that's the kind of things they were doing behind the scenes with Twitter. George and I put everything together, some videos here. But the video, the EIP, okay, which is this election integrity product director, Alex Stamos, is who brought this forward and started operating the COVID narrative. They moved into it because they said the domestic issues within COVID were the main focus. You know, so we're calling, it the, we're calling it the disinformation governance board is what they called themselves. Mm -hmm. I, was gonna, I told them pull up media four so they can everybody can see the symbols, all these three letter, yeah, whatever agencies. It's, if you can so pull up that one, I said you. So these yeah. are everybody that's involved with the GEC. There so go. the GEC was the front organization, Damn. as well SISA was. Pete. That's a lot right there. So they were in direct communication with every one of those agencies meaning through GEC, then you have SISA. kidding me. Wow. Listen to me. CDC was involved. Surgeon General's office was involved. Every, every, if you look at our media, every one of those what up there Elon on that media. What is saying about this? He hasn't really said much. This was Matt Teeby. I think it's Taibi. Matt Taibi. Taibi? Is it Taibi? Let me, let's it's talk about it. I'm sorry, Pete. Go ahead. You know, it's okay, but don't ask George how to pronounce Taibi. 
Taibi? I should ask you. I should ask you. Taibi? I don't even know that one. No, George, no, George and Ashley. Like oh, yeah, Taibi. You're right, Taibi. I apologize. I thought it was an L. You don't need to apologize. I, I what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you in the Ashley Jones. I've been with her for 10 years. 10 years, re-education camp. It, 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 I, I need a Rhode Island yeah, translator. Coming from the guy that says mega. Yeah, yeah, right. Whatever. Right. Hey, so here's the deal. So they used this group, they used this group at the forefront, Pete, and then what they did was they started this dialogue with Twitter, Google, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. They were dealing with all the top social media platforms. So they, there's at least eight of them that were involved that we know of. That's and then crazy. supposedly, wait, here's some bad news. Supposedly they had, and, and they had a weird way of describing it. George, I don't remember what they said. They even alleged that the conservative platforms they had what did they say, oh. George? They had visuals on. They had. Oh yeah, hold on. Let me pull. You know. What so they bring up Gab, Pete. It. They bring up Getter. They bring up Telegram, and they say that they even had access in some fashion to them. So now you're talking. They actually said they had access George, to some of this concern. George has. George, you have. Uh, I'm not going to identify where they are, but you know people who are in cybersecurity on the good side, right? Yes, sir. Have, have they looked at this? Have you talked to them about this? No, I didn't because I, I was. I'm working off again four hours sleep and I had to run out of some emergencies. And, yeah, I, I mean, but, seriously, you got to think about this. I mean, what are have, these people yeah. saying about being involved in this crap? What are they saying about it? This is like so freaking illegal. This is like pro uh, government and, and, and corporations running influence operations. What the frick is that? And listen, it, it starts right after Biden gets sworn in within days of when Biden, I think it was 17 days after he takes office. Are you serious? Is when they start to go into full overdrive. So what his involvement was or what the administration is involved in, it's really, you know, you start looking at think, okay, I mean, and, and you got to look at this. Now this Stamos, and, and he has a director working for him named Rene Deresta. And supposedly they worked for the CIA or Deresta at least did. And she's listed as a Stanford she scholar. Did leading this, you know, virality project, which obviously comes from the word viral. So well, they're thinking that anything that's viral, that if a story comes out, they're going to tag it, even if it's true. So if your story, uh, if George comes out and talks about his cousin passing away because they use remdesivir on him, right? And it's a true story and he's got the medical records and everything. They go back in and they notify Twitter and say, well, this story obviously is gaining, you know, it's going viral. But the truth is George is too close to the story and he might be exaggerating. So we're labeling this as misinformation. Let's make sure this comes down. And what they do is they start suppressing the coverage on the stories. And they were picking specific topics that they actually named in a bunch of the documents today. I mean, this is one of the longest Twitter file releases. The, the, the reporting on it took 40 on, on a substack string. It had 40 different uh, intercepts. But you might want to just throw up those first video, Pete, to really get a feel for some of what's going on here. So they, they, they are really going all in on this one. I got I to gotta give it to Musk. Uh, this is leading, and a lot of it started, they also say they started because they were talking about the Fauci, and they were using the F-A-U-X version of Fauci, Let, you know, before, the before we, Yeah, before we get to that piece, just I want you to keep this in mind, okay? You may want to go look this up. You remember yeah. Kavanaugh's accuser, right? What's her name? Mm -hmm. uh, Blasey, Blasey Doodoo. Christine Blasey Ford, right? Yeah, right. You remember, she's from Stanford. You know what Stanford is known for, right? Well, I thought they were always known for being involved with the CIA. Absolutely. She was developing psychotropic drugs on behalf of the CIA. Yeah. Stanford yeah. is a CIA enclave. So you're saying Stanford is closely connected to all this stuff. And let's well, go. Well, the Virality Project is Stanford's project. And, and the head of the Virality Project 
came on and said, well, we're going to make these transitions out of election integrity project. We're moving forward into COVID. But what's really important is we have to pay attention to the, you know, foreign. We could talk about foreign and, and he gives us comment like foreign uh, intelligence and foreign issues of interception on elections or intervention in COVID. They're not that big a deal. What we have to pay attention is the domestic issues. And this is what the guy's saying that he what wants to turn this basic sur- I mean this is minor this is like this is minority report you know cr- what do they call that the crime uh, you know the crime uh, you know <laughs> when they when they advance to promote those crime yeah that crime that crime interventions uh, system they had in the minority part the movie yeah, this no is just cap. like it they're predicting saying well Pete just told this story and he's telling it too emotionally so there's probably a lot of misinformation involved in his cousin dying and they're actually taking that story and they're suppressing it because that goes against the narrative and what they were talking about over and over again in these files is that the narrative, anything that goes against and it creates vaccine hesitancy, we don't want that going on. Wow. I mean, this is some Dan heavy, Jordan, heavy stuff. That's Dan why I called you because I didn't want to make sure we doubled up here today Dan on this. Jordan this is just say heavy. Wow. Seb Jordan say wow. 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 So Lance, I, got, I pulled up what you wanted the guys here. So I'm yeah. gonna, this goes back in on March 2nd of 2021 and yeah. this is... um. We want to say VP now, the Borelli Project, to shorten it. So we are beginning to ramp up our notification process to platforms. In addition to the top seven platforms, VP soon gained visibility to alternative platforms such as Gab, Parler, Telegram, and Getter, near total surveillance on all social media landscape. What does that mean? Do they have people on the inside? We we definitely know that means they got, um, we're going to call them bots, you know, fake profiles that were monitoring, you know, causing division, monitoring, and taking all your information and storing it somewhere. I mean, they always said Gab was a safe place. Is it? Is any? And nothing is safe where it's out in the open. That's hundred percent. You just can't. I mean, and, and I'm not going to tell you they were communicating. When they said they they were able to see what was going on. Now, did they have people internally? We know that there were some issues over at True Social with no, no, a person that works with be, the no, government. This is way before True Social even opened. Yeah, up, no, right? but you you know you know the story I'm talking about, George. I'm not going to go into the details, but there was a big story about an actual True Social higher up that was working directly with the U.S. government at one point, and they had to get rid of him. Now, I, you know, again, I don't know what happened there exactly. They've been guarded about it. But probably, probably because of money. I mean, I wouldn't no, doubt it. No, it is because of money. Because When you stocks. look at the GEC, this interagency partnership, and you look at the agencies that are involved, so the Department of Homeland Security runs SISA. And SISA was deeply involved in this, in this, uh, you know, this whole thing that was going on over at Twitter. It's crazy, Pete. Some of the quotes... Uh, you, I should, we should take let's, a look at some of that stuff on that thread because you won't believe some of the things they're talking about. On let's this. play this clip. You want to play this clip? Yeah, go ahead. Play the clip. There was uh, a lack of capability around election disinformation. Um, this is not because CISA didn't care about disinformation, but at the time they lacked uh, both kind of the funding and the legal authorizations um, to go do the kinds of work that would be necessary to truly understand how election disinformation was operating. So because of the feedback uh, and the ideas from these uh, this group, um, we were able to pull together pretty quickly a project between these four different institutions to try to fill the gap of the things that the government cannot do themselves. The things the government cannot do itself. Now, I think that's a telling statement. That is, doesn't, that that mean, doesn't that mean that if the government did it, it was it would be illegal? Now, how does Stanford get the authority to operate in an environment? Of course, they didn't take an oath to uphold the Constitution. Yeah, but how are they any less guilty of misinformation, violating 1A, and, and, and really creating a surveillance 
I mean, it's a, it's a surveillance industrial comp complex here. That's there's, what we're looking there's, at, right? There's a disturbing trend going on here. This is what I'm discovering through uh, the Proud Boys trial, you know, through the January 6th investigations. Mm -hmm. These joint terrorism organizations, mm -hmm. the reason why yeah. they put them together. And from what I understand, they practice this technique overseas. They have, mm -hmm. like, the Navy SEAL Team 6. Uh, they, they have, you know, their platoon out there that includes a member of the FBI, the CIA, mm -hmm. and other mm -hmm. uh, DEA. Why? Yeah, those, those are called multi-agency task force. What, what, and the reason why they do that is because each... I can tell you. Oh, okay, go, go ahead, go, tell me. Because it commingles the charters. So, number one, you can't determine whose work product it is. Second of all, you don't know if you're truly in violation. So it allows, say, for example, on an international event, if the FBI has a person on the ground because they're saying there's links to the U.S., you, you, you lose that veil between the CIA having to operate internationally by their charter and the FBI having to operate domestically. You commingle those agencies into, into, into the multi-agency task force. They do a lot of it under JSOC, you know, that under Joint Special Operations Command. So you can have CIA, NSA, and Navy SEAL operators private agency contractors, people from within different, and, and, and this is really crazy, NGOs. You might have different groups violated, and they're working within these, these, these and I call, they're, they're, they did this with TIPS teams, so they're target intelligence package teams, execution teams, and what happens is by having all those groups involved and nobody really clearly defining who's doing what, they get access to everything. It basically takes away any of the protections that are built into our legal system where they can't overstep their ability governmentally. Okay, so I'm sensing that they're doing the same interagency mm -hmm. co-mingling and all that stuff, mm -hmm. public-private partnership, right? Am I wrong about yeah. that? No, you're, you've nailed it. That's exactly what they're doing. And, and this, so a lot of this starts, they start coming up with reasons to start this, right? And they start talking about specific topics, and they've got a list of the ones they start with here. So let me just read you what they start with. So, um, so they start talking about the, 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 so they start talking about how they were funded. Hang on a minute. Let me just get you this. I want to read you this one quote I'm looking for. It's really interesting. Um, hang on a minute. Yeah, this uh, partnership with the three academic organizations. No, George, give me the list. You have it. I, I read it to you earlier. I told you to actually. Sorry to give. It, sorry to put you put dead air. I'm, I'm looking at this though. There's another one. Stamos no, introduced it, EIP research director Renee Deresta as having, quote, worked for the CIA. DeResta, 21 to 22, would be listed as the Stan Stanford Scholar leading the Virality Project. That's another clip, Kit? Yes. Yeah, go ahead and pull that one up, Pete. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find this exact statement. Because yeah. when you hear this, you're going to be like, are you kidding me? I want to play this just because uh, I want to hear these scumbags. Joining us is our research manager, Renee. You can wave. Renee, yeah, let's give her a hand. Yes. You may know Renee from such reports as the Senate Select uh, Committee on Intelligence's report on Russian interference. Renee does, has done a, a lot of writing and analytics. Uh, she has a computer science background like me. She is part of the Academic Unwashed with a computer science degree from a public university, um, and, uh, but has gone out and worked for the CIA, uh, has worked uh, for a variety of companies, is currently a fellow with Mozilla, uh, and will be joining us to manage a team of researchers doing this kind of work. Yeah. So they start out, I, I know, right? That's all we did was shake our heads when we were reading all this. But listen to this. So they start out and they say the reason they've had to trigger this unit to operate and start writing these tickets, they call them. And the ticket system came over from the Election Integrity Project. They actually created this, and I think they call it the JIRA ticketing system. 
So it allows them to write these tickets that they can deploy around all the different groups and say, this is what we believe is an upcoming issue. But it starts because of Fauci's emails getting released. And they say, oh, well, you know, nobody's, you know, uh, Fauci's losing integrity and the, and, the, and the public is, you know, starting to not really believe everything he says. And we have to counteract that because it's important what he's doing. Then they, they, they add this to the list. Uh, reports of vaccinated individuals contracting COVID-19 anyway. Natural immunity suggesting COVID-19 leaked from a bio lab and even worrisome jokes. So we're obviously on a domestic terrorist list for our worrisome jokes, Pete. We're going to have to slow down on our jokes. Deb, you're going to have to start, you're going to start bleeping out all the humor on this show. All the three of us do. So yeah, so they, they start adding pieces to it. So they kind of slow crawl, right? They start out by saying, well, and then they, and, they, and people start asking, well, wait a minute, this is a true story. This guy's mom actually died. And oh yeah, but you know, he might just be upset and he's probably exaggerating. So we're going to label that misinformation. You've got Even when it's true. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? And this is what, what I'm talking about. They want to talk to me about Stormy Daniels. So, so, what about this surveillance well, operator? Well, listen, what about let, me, this? let me restate what you just said. They categorized as an emotional delivery of information is called disinformation. Yeah, it's called misinformation. Misinformation. They're, yeah, they're calling it misinformation. So, and the, and the name of this group, as it started to work, they started calling themselves the Disinformation Governance Board, which leads back to that woman. Remember the woman, the dancer they wanted to give a TikTok. title to? Yeah, she was going to, she would dance on TikTok and she was supposed to be in charge of that new organization. And the whole public got pissed off. Well, that organization was operating. This was it. It was already in operation when Biden and them came out and announced, oh, this organization, we're going to we're going to start this because we have to start controlling what's going on in the Internet. And everybody freaked out. And he said, oh, maybe we're not going to do it. It was already too late. They were already doing it. They were just they were just actually acting like it didn't already exist. Wow. It was in full swing. But Pete, listen to this. So all those items I read to you all were characterized as potential violations or disinformation events by the, by the Virality Project. A sweeping cross-platform effort to, to monitor billions of social media posts by Stanford University, federal agencies, and a slew of often state-funded NGOs. Wow. So that was the group that was working together. They were conspiring as a team to actually create this surveillance apparatus. So it's just, it goes on and on here. And it, it gets worse as you see it because you start looking at the way they're controlling and you wonder why. I mean, think about it like this. They're attacking natural immunity, trying to say it doesn't exist. Yet that the, the human race has been in, has been dealing with natural immunity for what two million years now. I think we started. I think we actually started as human beings, or their form of two million years ago. Our natural immunity has been defending us this whole time from all sorts of bacteria and viruses on this planet. And now this government agency says, no, no, we can't have you talking about natural immunity because it goes against you know you getting the vaccine. Wow. And we want you to get the vaccine. What's I mean. We're, we're coming up on a break. I'm also reading internal communications. Hello, Twitter team. Signed, the U.S. government. And they're setting up communication systems. Is that correct? Yes. Is that this, yeah. is that, we'll we're we're back in dialogue to the point that they're even having Zoom calls and Zoom training calls. Wow. And I, I say Zoom, but it was it might have just been a, a version thereof, but they actually put some of those into this feed today. But I mean, look, look, look listen to the last one. Though the Virality Project reviewed content on a mass scale for Twitter, Google, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Medium, TikTok, and Pinterest, which I, I can't figure that one out. It only targeted true material and legitimate-
important challenges our country is facing is healthcare. Hi, this is Pete Santilli, and I want to introduce you to Global Tech, and that's with a K, MD. This is a 100% conservative, patriot-run telemedicine company dedicated to health freedom for all Americans. But don't take my word for it. Just take a look at their board of directors. Deb and I joined Global Tech MD, and I tell you, we couldn't be happier. We got the first month for only $9.95, and you will too by using promo code Pete or by calling 844-GLOBE-MD. That's 844-456-2363. Or go to GlobalTechMD.com. Global Tech MD gives you so much medical guidance without ever leaving the comfort of your home. You get access to U.S. board-certified doctors in your area 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, with no consultation fees, no co-pays, and no walk-in clinics. And the best part is, it covers your entire family. Global Tech MD also gets you up to 85% savings on prescription drugs at participating pharmacies. And did you know, 73% of all doctor visits can be avoided with a simple telemedicine phone call. Stop paying hundreds or even thousands of dollars a month on expensive health care. Global Tech MD is redefining what it means to make house calls. Call them from the comfort of your home, and one of their network doctors will call you back within minutes. Don't wait. Call 844-GLOBE-MD or globaltechmd.com today. That's globaltechmd.com. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. There's a couple things that I never miss any day ever, and, and one of them is Cardio Miracle. If I could have, I would have started taking this when I was 20. I began taking Cardio Miracle, and as I did that, almost within a few weeks, I could feel a difference in my energy level. Cardio Miracle has been a game changer in my life. Since I've been taking Cardio Miracle on a very consistent basis, my recovery time is amazing. I really want to be a walking testimonial of what Cardio Miracle does for the body. I just feel, I feel good all over when I take it. For me, Cardio Miracle is my future insurance policy for a great life and pushing life like I've always done and feeling great while I'm doing it. You know, Cardio Miracle has created a pathway for me to be normal, to be healthy. I really feel like, like Cardio Miracle has extended my husband's life. It's been amazing. For me as a doctor, Cardio Miracle is a staple. I have seen Cardio Miracle improve the lives of many of my patients with many different types of chronic conditions. This is something that's actually made a huge difference and it's staying that way. It's not just a, a fluke, it's real. Cardio Miracle is one of the best things 
that ever happened to me because when I was searching, I was able to find it. Cardio Miracle for me has really been a blessing in my life. It's just been a, a special experience for me to be able to have Cardio Miracle. So basically for a 97 year old, I think that I uh, feel a little more like maybe 87. <laughs> Cardio Miracles made it so that I can, I, I can live day to day without drama and trauma. If you want to know how important Cardio Miracle is to me, I've got my family on. You know, I don't know anything more powerful than to say, I have my own family doing this. You know, we want to live our best lives, so I'm doing what I can, and Cardio Miracle is one of the best tools I have on a daily basis. Adding Cardio Miracle, it's like a secret weapon to your health. Everyone should use Cardio Miracle. Cardio Miracle will always be a part of my life. Cardio Miracle, for me and my husband, has, has saved our life. Literally. I am so in love with this. I want everybody to know because if we don't feel healthy, we can't help other people. Cardio Miracle gives me the boost that I need to tackle all the tasks that I have every single day. It was indeed a difference maker when I got on the Cardio Miracle. I'm achieving things I couldn't do even when I was younger. Cardio Miracle for us, for me, for my family was a lifesaver. Cardio Miracle for me and my family has been, it's just, it's been a miracle. I wouldn't even be functioning without Cardio Miracle. I know for a fact. And so I say, thank you, Cardio Miracle. That's, that's one of those miracles in my life that I'm grateful for. We will never be without Cardio Miracle. Cardio Miracle to me is hope in a glass. When you create nitric oxide, you are igniting the spark of life in the cell. It is the miracle molecule. That's why we call this Cardio Miracle, because of nitric oxide and what it can do for the whole body. thing i mean we're so out of control you know you want to know the discussion that i had in um uh in the last hour with my uh my guest is yeah, uh imagine china uh g and russia right these bricks so we'll use china and russia we're so out of control okay that uh like china can't say oh well uh the united states is going to collapse and we'll be okay we're their biggest customer their entire manufacturing base implodes. Um, you know, the financial system imploding, you know, Russia, China, these other nations have a dog in this fight. And and we are just un... On what? What is the word? You can't work with us. We are the greatest disease and, is disease and infection upon the earth right now. Yeah. Right? Did you see what Maduro said like a few weeks ago? No. We had, I had that video. It's in Notion from like two weeks ago. You should see what he said. What did he say? Uh, let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. 
Just generally, well, what did he I say? I can tell you this, Pete. At the end of the day, you know, I mean, obviously, there's lots of people that want what we have, mm. whether it's natural resources, farmland, water. Mm. Uh, you know, at, what we're seeing here right now is a government that is completely 110% out, out of control. And I don't think it's fixable. I'm not yes, even sir. sure pre if Trump won right now. Unless he was just going to get vicious, I'm talking about like Stalin, Lenin kind of vicious. I don't, I don't think he can fix it. He'd have to go. He'd have to go all in. And talking about building freedom cities mm. and flying cars, that's not what we need. Yeah, this Biden. Let's go to this just this short clip right here before we yeah. go to the documentation back on on Twitter. Uh, a report just came off of Owen's show. Uh, Judge Napolitano's with Colonel. Um, uh, Doug McGregor. Let's listen to what he says. It's about Biden. Finally leave India when their debt to GDP ratio was 240% in, in 1946. They Correct, were right broke. after the war, right. They were broke. And we ran them into bankruptcy, by the way. We've been scammed. We, the American people. But we're not there yet. But I think that's where we're headed. I'd be surprised if President Biden is still in the White House in 90 days. Now, the... That's a pretty serious uh, statement. A lot a lot of pressure on him. Now, I wanted to bring up Biden because look at what happened um, with the Senate committee that has documented proof he took money from the CCP. And we're having hearings. What is that? I, I don't, you know, to me, at that point, they could use those cells below Congress. They could just authorize an arrest, subpoena him to come in, say, we want you to testify in these actions. I don't, you know, I don't, this whole hearing thing and they create committees and they get together and they talk and they do behind, I'm tired of it. I want to see action. I want to see violent action against those individuals who committed crimes. I want the same kind of violent action they would do if they were kicking your you, your door in or my door. That's exactly what they would I know do. how it works. Right. They come in violently. They'd kick my dogs. They'd knock over furniture. They'd rip the place apart. They'd throw me to the ground. They'd taser me. They'd talk about how dangerous I am and all the rest of it. And, and that's what they would do. They'd pick me up off the ground, probably hogtied. How come we can't see that with the people that we know are committing crimes? They're committing much worse crimes than anything we've ever dreamed of. Crazy. The point of the matter is because there is no enforcement arm. It's beyond this. I mean, look, they're talking about in this last drop how they want to stop anything that has to do with hesitancy. So they're talking about the true stories that could fuel hesitancy. Oh, wait a minute. We know right now that the, the vaccine is dangerous. The jab does not perform. You can still get COVID. These idiots will go, gosh, I got six. Thank God I got those six boosters. It could have been way worse for me. No, that means your vaccine didn't work, bro. And if you've got to get vaccinated every year, that means it doesn't work. Okay? People's immune systems are failing. And here's the people in Twitter, the GEC, the CIA, SISA, the Biden administration, and NGOs that they didn't even name in here. I don't even know what NGOs were involved. But Twitter does. They know who what NGOs Look were involved. At, let's review this one document. Wow. Everyone needs to see this, this language that they use when government and big business, oh, we're setting everything up to be able to communicate with our jets. Go, go ahead and pull up uh, uh, that uh, that email, Nathan, if you would. Look at this. Look at this thing. Um, happy Friday. I just wanted to follow up on our conversation at the end of last year when we introduced the work that the Stanford team uh, was starting up on vaccine disinformation response. Since we last spoke, we've begun our new partnership across the three academic organizations, Stanford, University of Washington, what's CIP? NYU, 
and CSM map, and in collaborations, in collaboration with Graphica. What is Graphica and DFR Lab? Our analysts are chugging along. Mm. Graphica appears to be directly connected to financing from the CIA. Pete, there's more in that email you guys are missing out on. <laughs> yeah. <What>? Yeah. <laughs> Go, okay, oh. let's go to the next paragraph. Hold on, Lance. I am. So I, I'm getting to it here. Hold on. Oh. Yeah, yeah, here it is. Uh, let's see. Graphica, our analysts are chugging along, conducting monitoring across seven key internet factions that we've identified in this space. I'm so sick of the freaking corporate term space, by the way. Yeah, I like space. the way they help make it nicey-nicey. Meanwhile, they're yeah. spying on everybody. So now that the partnership is underway... We'd love to open up this conversation again to understand how we can best collaborate with the Twitter team at work. The same JIRA system from the EIP is up and running, and we have improved the notification system to incorporate your feedback from our last chat. Ooh. We would not have as short of an SLA expectation as the election work. What? We would, we would not have as short of an SLA expectation as the election work, this is certainly a marathon, not a sprint. Our goal would be to have a line of communication with your team by which we can raise vaccine-related disinformation narratives we are noting either on Twitter or across the platforms. Now, Matt, listen to the way Matt frames that, and then I'll let George go. VP routinely framed real testimonials about the side effects as misinformation from true stories of blood clots from AstraZeneca vaccines to a New York Times story about vaccine recipients who contracted the blood disorder thrombosis topiria. I mean, and, and they're basically saying, oh, yeah, well, we don't want to talk about those. They're true, but... Dude, you really this, need to suppress this, that because you're going to cause is, you're going to cause vaccine hesitancy. <laughs> hesitancy. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, George. What was that you're going to say? Uh, so before I get to the, what uh, Pete was just reading, I'm going to explain about the Jira ticketing system so people know. So it's a system that allows teams to efficiently efficiently track tasks and issues throughout a project's life cycle. So per, they so they each have teams set up throughout all these social medias. They put a ticket in, it'll go to everybody, so they could all see this. It's easily um, spread. So back to what even Pete didn't get this one, I don't think. When he talked about um, SLA service level agreement, when he said about, where is it? An election integrity project. This election is certainly work. a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So, election work. So they're talking about the, the COVID is a marathon. Why? Because they know it's going to take be over a um, long period of time. That's what a marathon, right? When they say about the election integrity project, they said it's a sprint. Meaning they have to get on this now, fast, move. And we're all the consequences. We all got banned. That was that was part of it. The people that didn't get banned, they were on that second wave through the um through this new this new cycle. So they had this job. set up. They had to have this set up before even election, ready to go. Because as soon as it came out, they had everything up and running. So this mu this must have been yeah, going on so, way before. So here they are, uh, concerned about disinformation about election. They're doing influence operations on the election. Yeah, but, look. So what work the are they doing on the election? That was what this was. How this was operating Anybody prior to it, it became the COVID narrative that they're running here, right? That yeah. they did this. They were running a thing called the Election Integrity Project, which had to do with the same process oh. for people that were saying the election wasn't 
real. Hold on a they second. They were operating behind the scenes, Dude, running you know, ops against the election. Do you know what the Election Integrity Project is? I don't know the full status of this no. shit. I know what I read today, but probably not what you know at this point. The Election Integrity Project, you know who Norm Eisen is? Yeah, I've heard that name before. From the you. guy that wrote the book on color revolutions. He's an yep. attorney with the Brookings Institute who also wrote himself in under a congressional rule to be a staffer during the Ukraine uh, impeachment trials. That guy who's also running not. He wrote the book on color revolutions for the CIA. I mean, that says it all right there, but and, and that, that and was Norm, the 2020 election. What's now follow board? this, follow what they're doing with this disinformation, Pete. So let's say that you put up a real story about vaccine uh, consequences or vaccine side effects. And it's a real story. You've got all the documentation. There's no way to refute it. But then they look and they say, oh, yeah, but wait a minute. Pete's an election denier, and he's also talking badly about the prime minister of Italy. So what they use is they'll follow this. They, 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 they title your entire account misinformation, even though the main reason they got on you is because you were putting up factual COVID, what they call misinformation. But because you talked about election integrity and you talked about the Italian prime minister, that's where the suppression comes. They go, okay, well, Pete's really a misinformation guy. You guys, you know what I mean. You can't really trust what Pete's going to say. So we're just going to categorize his entire account I'm misinformation. believable. So that, that they start, so listen, they start doing it in a way. So they're, they, they, the Virility project, project, based on what they're talking about here, what Matt says is they're, they're, they pioneered the gauging of disinformation by audience response. So if you put something up and it's gaining a lot of traction, they go, oh, yeah, we can't have that. <laughs> so, so if you're getting a lot of followers, a lot of likes and comments on your post, okay. boom, here they come to whack okay, you down. Can we, can we do this here? We have a, a few minutes left. Can somebody yeah. do a quick search? Uh, search for Stanley McChrystal, all right? Stanley McChrystal and Graphica and DFR Lab. Search for that. Stanley what? What is it, McChrystal? Stanley McChrystal, yeah. Stanley McChrystal. Listen to this, Pete, they go, they say, uh, VP General? was repeatedly extravagantly wrong in one email on Twitter on misinformation. It spoke of wanting to hone, hone in on increased popular narrative about natural immunity. So they, they honed in on that as a, a primary target. Let me just say this to the audience really quick. I don't care if you're a liberal, not that I think very many liberals are watching us. I don't care if you're a liberal. I don't care if you're nonpartisan. I don't care, conservative, you can name yourself anything you want. Maybe you're not political at all. If this doesn't get you furious to know that everything you're seeing, they're trying to interpret it, translate it, narrate it, control it from the very beginning all the way through, truthful or not, if this doesn't get you pissed off, nothing will. You might as well move out of the country because this is not a government we want. This government needs to be taken down 100%. You can't have them doing this because our 1A rights are supposed to allow us the education from all these materials. I'm telling you, you people at home should be so freaking angry right now. I don't even know what to say. You should be like throwing furniture around your house. That's how bad it should be. Go ahead, Pete. I just had to jump in and say that because I'm pissed off. Oh, I'm beyond that. And uh, I suspect... That these are these are uh, not not just CIA. We're talking about military intelligence. Yeah, d uh, Department uh, of Homeland Pentagon. Security, CISA. They're running cyber operations on us, educating ourselves. This is this is psychological warfare being perpetrated through. Well, 
And, and then, Pete, they're treating us. So one of the things they say in here is they don't think we're smart enough to handle the truth. Mm -hmm. they, say, they talk about us like that in some of these emails, like somehow we're all just a bunch of idiots at home. You want they're all smart over us. They're all, they're all more justified than us. They think they're superior beings in D.C. at this point. Honest to God, fuel air bombs. That's the solution. D.C. needs to go away with all those people there because at this point, I don't know how you get to the bottom because here's my thought. How many of the committees in Congress knew this was going on? How many people went along with this inside government and thought this was okay? The spying, the controlling, the lying to public. Thousands of people died because of this information they hid. How is it possible? I, I got to be honest. If I was a government employee, I couldn't have gone along with this. I didn't go along with things years ago and, and obviously did, didn't leave on good terms because of what happened. The point of the matter is how do you go along with this kind of bullshit? How do you accept it? You want to hear this? Graphica Inc. I'm back on this Graphica thing. It's total bull yeah. crap. Graphica Inc. and Reuters investigated the right-wing newsroom for blah, blah, blah. Guess what they ended up doing? I don't know. Go ahead. Amazon removing merchandise linked to the Proud Boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not allowed to wear a Proud Boys t-shirt. Don't so do Graphica that. is uh, yeah. doing... COVID disinformation, election integrity, and shutting down the Proud Boys. We're going to let all those criminals, all the MS-13, all the cartels come in from our border, and they're worried about whether you're going to wear some Proud Boys this here that you bought on Amazon. That seems to be a top priority. And if you government guys are watching us right now, you guys are a bunch of freaking jackasses. You're a bunch yeah. of cowards that you would go along with a government telling bunch you to do this to your own people. These are your neighbors, you idiots. You They're your friends or your family. Uh, it's disgusting. You guys should be ashamed of yourselves that are watching us right now. You're a here, bunch of punks. What does it say about Graphic? A graphic is an SAAS and managed services company. Our cutting-edge technology creates large-scale, explorable maps of social media landscapes yeah. and in-depth yeah. analysis reveals meaningful insights to help clients and partners understand complex online online marketing networks oh my god i yeah. know what the frig this is disinformation and analysis that hub and spoke diagram that i made deb jordan are you you know what i'm gonna send freaking deb jordan after these bastards <laughs> i want her to let's send her an angry woman is much more dangerous than any of us damn right <laughs> let's not send her in there. Woman, I, listen, one of their prime targets pete was was uh, rfk's account junior because I'm he's an anti-vaxxer you know what they don't need him directly you know, listen you know what we need we need a north jersey italian to be president no no handle shit <laughs> you know what yeah, yeah seriously how'd you get that done i made don't worry about it don't worry about it <laughs> Like I made him an offer. I'm going to send them like domestic terrorist, uh, Deb Jordan. <laughs> yeah. I'll make them a sandwich. They can't. So happy uh, St. Patrick's Day to everybody, too, by the way. Yeah, happy I'm going to take, Patrick's I'm on a diet. I'm going to take half a sandwich. <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> I can make you one without a bun. A sandwich. Sandwich. It's with a G. On some key sandwich. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, that's it. That's all we got time for. Tomorrow morning, we'll be back for another vomitist uh, uh, flow of information coming from your freaking U.S. government, okay? Yeah. It's, a, it's a, a tsunami of tyranny, a tsunami of death, destruction. You know what, seriously? If Joe Biden launches World War III, I am going to send Deb over the fence, okay? Right here and now. With your permission, of course. There's my little disclaimer.
Good night. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We love you. Thanks, you guys. If you walk this country, you're gonna get scorched freaking earth. Man, you guys better get angry. They're, they're Whoa, trying wait, to push your resolve. They're testing your resolve.